0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk show. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only. We have a few ru- ru- few rules. Sorry, and there are no profanity, no politics, and no racial stuff. And this ain't Bible study. Tonight's topic is stressed out. My name is Tony Hawkins, I'll be your host along with my co-hosts, Rodney and Darren. If you have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you prefer to just listen, that's fine, put your phone on mute. And that's it. Stressed out. I want to uh, have a moment of silence for the people that are stressed out that won't be able to be on this call tonight.
0: Wow. Because it's
1: it's popular. It's it's something that we all deal with at some point in our life, whether we're married, single, whatever the case is, it's just stress. And as men, I think we all deal with it differently. Um, I have no real agenda tonight, I don't have a lot of information. All I want to do is talk about the stressed-out lives that we sometimes live publicly or privately. Today when I was at work, um, they changed our health insurance provider. And one of the things the guy talked about was life insurance. And he stressed, you can get a certain amount, I think you can get Uh, up to $125,000 in life insurance without taking a medical exam. And he pointed that out like two or three times. You can get this amount without taking a medical exam. But obviously, if you take a medical exam, you could probably get more, right? But that's the thing that really struck a chord in me. I was like, why does this guy keep advertising a certain dollar amount without taking a medical exam? Is that saying that people have fear of a medical exam, and that may dictate how much life insurance that they will actually apply for so that's that that's my first question is men. Do we have a fear of lab results of actually finding out the unknown about our health? Is that something that stresses us out? It can. Okay.
2: Uh, it it can for some people, Um, you know, doesn't stress me out because I like to know what's wrong. If anything's wrong, I like to find it early, as early as possible. Uh, But but I could understand some. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of the guy name who was over the NFL Players Association Uh uh, who passed away, the black guy. Gene Upshaw, yeah Gene upshaw you know um i'm I'm thinking his case, if I remember correctly and someone correct me, uh I think he, he could have his life could have easily been saved with a prostate exam
0: mm.
2: if I'm wow. remembering this thing correctly i I gotta look on Google, but um. I just don't understand it. I mean, I don't understand when I've talked to people that I've known in the military, especially when they hit forty, they're paranoid about getting a prostate exam i mean it 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 i mean and you know, I know we're talking about lab results, but I guess it's just a procedure sure never mind that never mind that you know prostate cancer is a killer. It's like they're more scared of the finger than dying than dying. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. have
2: a choice: either either get a uh, get a rectal exam or die. And you know, some people that tr- probably struggle with that decision because they dying. Mhm. Mhm.
1: I mean, do you think that that they think it'll just go away, man? If you just you ignore it long enough, you know, maybe you'll just it'll go away. Or
2: I, I think I think that's part of the fear. Just just the, you know, you know. You always hear that thing, you know, when they go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, you got one month to live and they live for a month and they die. They're like, well, man, if they never went to the doctor, then they probably still be kicking. Hey, let me, let hey. me, let me. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'll
3: just add that uh, Gene Upshaw
2: did not die from
3: prostate cancer. It was pancreatic cancer, which is oh, one okay. of the worst. The panc- oh, sorry about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and once thanks. you get that, I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That it's real, a wrap, that- yeah. I mean, that will stress you out, I mean, because pan- pancreatic cancer, I mean, is pretty ominous, you know, from that state, state you, know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the pancreas,
4: I, mean, you, I you think, think, is the think one. Everybody pill. dies that, don't they? Is, is there anybody that survives that?
3: I, I don't know, but I, I know, know that, you know, Gene was diagnosed, um, and he died three days later
2: from his diagnosis. That's what I'm saying. It was quick. It was quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now imagine if he was never diagnosed. That's the question.
1: That is all of it right there. He might have lived another you know, You see what I'm saying?
2: That, <laughs> imagine if he was never diagnosed. Would he still be with us today?
4: I mean, from what now. I understand, um, pan- pancreatic cancer is like you're going to die. Isn't that what um, took out jobs?
3: I think so. Yeah, and um, what's the other guy's name, the actor? Um Dirty Dancing. Who the guy?
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: um,
0: crazy. crazy.
3: crazy
4: Patrick Crazy. yeah.
0: Crazy. Yeah.
4: So, I mean, I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what kind of influence you got. You get that, you can cancel Christmas.
2: Yeah, but okay. what if you hey. never know you had it? You can still hey, be at home. I mean,
5: <laughs> can, I, can I say something, fella? Yeah, go ahead. Can I say something? Hey, okay. Now, we we did the PSA uh, show the other couple of weeks ago, right? Uh-huh. Now. And, and and I stood, I, I, I guess y'all stood against me when I stand my ground, when I tell you something, a curse don't come without a cause. And you guys continue to say, this comes without noticing. Now, so now that, that's, that spins me into research. Now, I haven't spun out of research on a pancreatic cancer because I'm sure that, that's also a curse that comes without a, no curse comes without a cause. Now, uh, uh what we were talking about last week uh prostate cancer prostate cancer comes from after well you already know what it we learned what a prostate was prostate develops this, the the uh, the uh sperms right that puts it into the testicles that goes back into the out of the penis and it comes regardless of whether you work out or not or it depends on your health issues it supposed to, it has a three-day turnaround from the time it develops in the prostate to the time it's released from the testicles. Now, if you have a wife, you might get it every three to five days. You're safe. But what happens is if you get an overworked prostate, then, and it's not, this is what the term shooting blanks come from. So if you get an overworked prostate, it doesn't have any sperm in there to shoot. A lot of these people that have prostate cancer are people that are oversexed, and these are people that normally having more than one woman. Uh, pornography stars, porno stars. Now, this this is the research I did. and I was gonna save it, but I couldn't do it. So, if you the curse is if you have more than one woman, you're gonna get nine times out of ten. If you if both of them working you, well <laughs> if you're trying to hide one, you're gonna have an overworked prostate. So, because it's trying to squeeze something out that's not there. And when that happens, you put stress, our tonight's topic, on your prostate to force something out that's not there. So if you continue to do that over time, your prostate becomes weakened and stress uh, stress, or cancer is caused by stress, and that activates the stress or the cancer on your prostate. So the curse is stay at home, have one woman... Don't overwork your prostate. If you're married, you ain't gonna get sex with none but once a week anyway.
1: You and you and you did that research uh, on the internet. No, no. Well, yeah,
5: I had to find out where it came from, and then I then I checked out. I researched all the uh, porno stars. Where are they now? Because I, you know, once I was reading the the curse without a Cause thing. I was like, well, what happens when this happens? And I call, I talked to your doctor. Matter of fact, you know I went to your doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then I went to go get my blood work the other day, and I spoke to another doctor. And yeah. he said, these are the things that are hidden. Men don't want to say, man, yeah, I'm cheating on my wife and the whole nine. I got three or four girlfriends on the side. They don't want to admit that.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. You're saying a lot right now. <laughs> got to get a little clarification. Now, did you talk to some doctors and they said this, or did, was this just all yes, internet?
5: Yes, Also Also, T-Hawk's doctor also said he didn't want to check my prostate
2: because he said
5: if the numbers are elevated or whatever. He said, now, he said, also, he said, exercise prevents 95% of all diseases. I think I said that last week as well, but I'm not a doctor. But his doctor said, and this guy's smart. He's an old Jewish man. And, and I took to y'all's work. I said, wait, I'm going to go to your doctor. And I went to his doctor, and I had a long conversation with him. And he said, but people don't exercise, so they come to me, keep me in business.
6: He said, so high did blood he pressure,
5: pressure? He said, high well, blood pressure stress, all kind of uh, cancer. Right, I got I got about uh,
2: the exercise oh. and high blood pressure and everything else. But now, did he say having too much sex? Can lead to prostate cancer,
5: he said. An overworked prostate. I said, How does it come? How does cancer come on a prostate? He said, By it being overworked. And he didn't go into details because we had a female chicken, another uh, female nursing it. But he didn't go into. I guess he under. He I guess, uh, you know, leaned to my own understanding of what he was talking about. He just like, okay, well, you know what. I Well, I'm
2: how concerned. do older people get prostate cancer? How of older it men happens, like it in their
5: happen, It happens earlier. Now, if you had an overworked prostate, just like if you have a a, a male runner that he used to be a marathon runner, and he used to can do it when he was in his 20s, but, you know, when he goes into his 40s and 50s, now it kind of weighs on his body. The, the effects that they have on his body at a later period of time, it comes later. It doesn't come until, it don't happen now because, you know, he's doing all these things and he's young and he's active and all that other stuff, but it doesn't have a, it doesn't weigh on your body until later. I mean, just because mm. cause you got away with it today, that don't mean you know it ain't gonna you know price that you got to pay later for it. I mean, if you if you sleep with somebody so, who got if you sleep with somebody who got AIDS today, you ain't gonna catch
1: AIDS tomorrow. So when you gonna gonna show you up fifty? When, when you get fifty, say what? Say what? When you going when's it gonna show up? When you get fifty?
5: AIDS? No, it ain't gonna show up that day. I'm, you know, you see the concept. I'm saying, like, as soon as you sleep with somebody with AIDS, you, you probably won't see the results. You probably got to get HIV first and then go on to, to full blown, but sure, it ain't gonna sure, happen sure. right away.
1: Okay, so so, um, and I hear you, and I don't know, I didn't hear that, but this is what I did hear, and from actually from the same doctor as well, um, and that's why men that are 50 have to get a prostate exam when you get 50 that's the that that's the that's the um <clears throat> recommended age meaning your prostate gets bigger the older you get so your prostate gets enlarged which makes it harder for you to urinate and when it gets hard uh, when it gets bigger i think that's when just like the gentleman said the other time, when you have an enlarged prostate cancer, you have a greater risk of having, I mean, when you have a large prostate, you have a greater risk of having prostate cancer. Didn't say anything about the production of sperm. Well, you got to ask your doctor and had a same conversation that I had with
5: him.
0: Well, I did, I did,
1: I did, I did. And he explained to me what happens with the prostate, how it blows up, and then it kind of gives your bladder the the sensation that it's full. When it's not. You know what I mean? So get... you gotta, yeah, when it's not. So you got to pee often. But, see, when when anything gets bigger, I can imagine at some point it might get harder, and that's where the prostate, I mean, that's where the cancer may set in. I, I don't know, but it, they, they said very little about, you know, And then it's what two fingers.
5: you can do. There's... It's two fingers that go in your butt. I thought it was one. From our conversation, it sounded like it was one. It was one. I didn't
3: look.
0: look. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know one
3: thing. Y'all are stressing me out.
0: Oh, yeah, and well, yeah, one other thing. Yeah. One
5: other thing. One other thing. If you have an enlarged prostate, he says he can, he ha if people have elevated prostate number, th- that. They want to get a a number or they want to get a biopsy, and he says when you find in the biopsy you can catch an infection, and that infection probably causes another problem, and you know and people that walk away okay I don't have prostate cancer but now I got this infection that I don't want that y'all gave me at the doctors. So he also told me about the biopsy that has to take place. If you do have an enlarged prostate, that's also your choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about PSA blood tests. What what we're talking about is a minimum of a PSA blood test and, and a digital exam. We're not talking about the biopsy.
0: Hey, um, I we
5: we got it but we got to tell them everything that may happen if they go through okay I got an enlarged prostate I need to get checked out my PSA levels are elevated here's the here's the problems that can come from you know yeah, uh, yeah. trying to find yeah. out yeah, if guy, I have
1: cancer or not the guy said that the guy said that 2 weeks ago he even explained how the how the biopsy works where they shoot different parts of the they they uh take samples from all all different angles of your Prostate with a uh, needle, with the with a what did he call it, Rodney? A dildo-sized needle. A what? I don't
3: know.
0: Hey, can Remember,
3: can he, we mute your
5: phones if you guys are not talking because we hear kids in the background?
3: Yeah, okay, I don't know. I don't know what it was called.
1: But anyway, all this information that I've heard just now is enough to be stressed out
3: about
2: the whole thing. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stressed. Talking about this mess. I had to come out, uh, uh, Ike. Oh, my doctor called out sick. I'm gonna find out uh, Monday. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. Did then did he go knuckle deep or did he go in at all? Nothing happened. I've already been examined already, and I've already had a colonoscopy uh, a few years back. Yeah. So so is there –
1: so I guess there's a valid reason why a procedure like that would probably get you stressed out and keep you from going to have it done because, like I said, you know, it's a little stressed out just talking about it.
5: Yeah, my my wife definitely told me that. Well, you know, you need to go check it out because if it's gonna cause you to uh, stop getting erections, then um, two fingers in you today would be a you know can save us a lifetime of heartache and pain of not being able to do what we love doing.
0: Hmm.
1: Hey, hey, Darren, Darren, I think you might have put out some bad information uh, when you said that. Too much ejaculation can cause prostate cancer. I yeah, it's the, remember, um, it's the I other way around.
0: It's the other way around. I remember now. a
1: study saying that um, that actually helps prevent it. And I just looked yeah. it up on, on on the internet and I'm seeing that that prevents, helps to prevent prostate cancer. Oh, you know, thank you. Bro,
5: what are all these porn stars coming out with saying that, okay, these are the kind of cancers I have? And they attribute nice. it to. Uh, no,
0: you added prostate.
1: Remember huh? back when they were talking about talking about the priests, Catholic priests are high risk for prostate cancer because of the no ejaculation at all. Oh, they was, I think we they talked about ejaculated. that once on this show. How? Yeah, they what? not all of them.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard. That if you don't ejaculate, then you at greater risk of prostate cancer.
3: Yeah, yeah. it, and same thing with ED. Use it or lose it. You know, because your penis is a muscle. You know, so if you don't exercise that muscle, you know, then, and that, you know, that's another thing. If you if y'all know about the recreational use of Viagra, um, it actually like if you don't need Viagra, but you you know a lot of guys they take it now, you know for for extra, but, you know, basically, you're not using your, you know, your natural, uh, you know, way to get an erection, you know, to to achieve an erection. You know, you're basically, you know, using a a placebo or whatever, a drug to do that for you. And over time, you know, continue prolonged use of that in the recreational use department, it's going to affect you because then, when you try to just basically just go in your own the old school fashion, your penis will not respond.
2: Yeah man, but that junk fun is all get out, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean I I just say, hey, uh I now I only did it once, uh, but it but it is quite alluring though. Uh, to be able to go at it, you know, you thirty nine and you can go at it like you seventeen. Oh my, God, oh, bro! <laughs> Did you take the whole pill though? Yeah.
3: You supposed to start with half a pill.
2: Yeah, I ain't take no it. half a pill, man. I, t- I took the whole pill, and it was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like Terminator Rising: The Machines in there, man. No mercy.
0: You got man,
2: yeah, I got sold. it. I ain't giving it to nobody.
0: <laughs> like I
2: said, I only did it once, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was it was it was it was a bag of chips. It was like that, a bag of chips. That's all I'm saying.
5: So why are you? So why are you only stopped at one time? Why are you ain't try to do it again?
2: Because it was too good. I Knew it was wrong. It <laughs> was something too good, man. Okay. Dan, imagine, well, imagine, imagine, imagine. There, just imagine, just going as long as you want. Somebody gonna get tired. Darren, just imagine, (laughs) nothing (laughs) stopping it. The normal things happen during the process, but still, (laughs) nothing stops. Just imagine that. That's all I got to (laughs) say. So,
1: so you you ejaculate and it don't go down.
2: Oh yeah, you yeah you 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 ready?
3: Oh wow. Yeah, there's like no refraction time, right?
2: It's like it's like 20 seconds at most. At most. Then <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you back in the game.
3: You probably stress huh? your wife out with that joint. You
2: probably and stress your you, wife you, nah, she ain't stressed. <laughs> but, yeah, she stressed at first. I mean, but it's 80-20. She stressed at the beginning, but then after that, she good. She don't sleep for a while, but she good. <laughs> Mm, that's heavy.
1: Yeah, see, I thought about it once. I, I thought
2: about I'm just it. telling you. I'm just, just sneaking do it when she expected it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Let's,
5: well, If You, you better make she on.
2: talk a lot of smack and just, oh, just destroy it. Go in. Well, you better
5: right, make win because you don't want to make, you don't want to walk around like Chris Rock did in his movie.
0: Hmm.
1: So on that on that note, you take that enhancement. Let's just use the word enhancement because it enhances your
3: performance.
1: Um, not because the way I, I did it, because he, you know, he had one and he wants to try it out, which is great. But what about those that have to use things because they're or different instruments or pills or vitamins or whatever, or whatever they use because they're lacking in the bedroom as a man. Um, What if you're no longer performing to your wife's standards as a man sexually, intimately? Is that something that can really lead to stress in your marriage, stress you out?
2: Yeah. If if you're not performing, if you're not beating it down, then, yeah, that could be stressful. Mm -hmm. I mean, initially it could. I mean, but if you got a good relationship with your wife, then you can work on that.
1: Do you think that that's, like, um, one of the things that leads uh, marriages to less sex because one of the other parties are, 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 you know, their game has gotten a little weak?
2: Uh, I don't know if the game has gotten weak. I think they just got tired. I I think tired, routine... And outside distractors are the biggest thing. I don't think the game, I don't think the bed game has gotten weak. I think it's just the environment, you know.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Anybody else?
5: You know, what's coming to my mind right now, I'm thinking about um, the 40-year-old version as we just spoke about the uh, the prostate cancer I'm like is it good to be a virgin all that time you know if if that's the case is it good to be a virgin
1: that long I don't think so I don't think we were made that way but that's just me okay, okay. that's sidebar I, I think we but were yeah. made I think that stuff was put in us to come out of us <laughs> <laughs> well short, <laughs> short stay short stay get it in get it out <laughs> yeah Andrew, Andrew, like making the donuts. Got to make the donuts. You put them in the oven. And get them out. The <laughs> Got to make the donuts,
0: huh?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I it, it's, it has a- it's it's more stressful to be able to talk to your wife, or you know, uh, to have a conversation with your wife about not being able to perform. That has to be the most stressful thing that uh, that that I I can imagine a man have to go through.
1: That's real talk Because yeah, I think, I think sometimes, sometimes We forget how You yeah. know Because what Ike was saying That things happen You know The situation The environment changes And then you forget How to go at her And you forget how to You know Do the things that you did Way back in the beginning uh, You wait know Well Forget What do you mean forget how well, I mean Because I mean, it's different The circumstances change so I mean so if you think about let's just think about when you're dating and you both was free, not a whole lot of responsibility. You know, you could do you could hang out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday if you want, you can get it in. No real you know and I'm talking about when you were younger, no real responsibility stopping you, you know, from from doing just whatever you guys want to do together and then you move it to 10 years into a marriage when the responsibilities oh, kick in. You throw in a couple of work rats. You know what I'm saying? Your job's demanding. You come home tired. You know, you don't want to step on anybody's toes, talking about, can I get a little bit? You know what I mean? So it's just it just becomes complicated. So what worked back then doesn't work now. You follow what I'm saying? The same lines or same whatever you use. To get in, the, then you, it doesn't work. Now, now you got to show compassion. You got to show that you are a team player. That you try. That you that you want to take half the responsibility. Or whatever it is, you got to more like prove yourself now to get in when you kind of didn't before. That makes any sense.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're dead on.
1: But the circumstances are so different um, from before. Like everything changes. So yeah. to me it kind of makes sense that perhaps, depending on your situation, um, that everything changes. I was having a conversation with Darren one time, uh, maybe a month ago or so, and, um, gee, uh, Darren's wife for the longest time didn't work. And I was just discussing with him. My wife doesn't work either. And I was just discussing with him. So, to me that makes it it seems like it's easier for your your wife to kind of assume her position or her, her proper posture within the household if she's not required to work. But if she has to work, if she's probably more a little bit equivalent to you, um, as far as an, an individual financially uh, uh, having life requirements, if they're kind of equivalent, I think it's kind of harder for like, a wife to kind of fall in line, she's uh, less inclined. To fall in line from a natural perspective, and so I think kind of it just depends on the requirements on your wife. Um, if they're as heavy as you, perhaps it'll be a little difficult for you to, you know, sleep with her the way you used to before y'all got married and got really heavily involved with kids and intertwined with all your business, you know. Hmm. Well, I, I don't think that was the
5: the the, the point of the discussion of what I was trying to tell you. Um, what I was trying to tell you were, was, you know, um, just because she don't work and don't have to work, that doesn't make it it, it automatic that she's automatically submissive and or, or automatically less stress for her. I mean, it could have been stress, more stress for her not to work when she used to work three jobs, at, at, you know, at a time. So any dramatic change from one extreme to the next is going to be stressful whether, you know, you're relaxed or not. I mean like right now we can go her and I can go on a vacation and every five minutes, you know, my grandson left this weekend and every five minutes she was like, Man, oh what happened to Malik? I wonder what he's doing. I'm like, look, he's not here.
0: So chill out.
5: It's and it's just yeah. our people who's working or who's who's um uh, Who's used to working all all day, even when they're on vacation, it still seems like they're at work to them because they got to call and check on this and make sure everything is working properly, and you know, just overstressed all the time.
1: But but that's because that's not her lifestyle. Once it becomes once it's long enough that she kind of settles into not working, and that becomes her prevalent lifestyle, it's a little bit different. I I don't think you can you I don't think you can really compare a weekend or a short period of time to a lifestyle. If Malik was gone all the time, eventually she wouldn't be asking about him every day. But just because he's gone once in a while, she'll ask about him. Or she used to work all the time. As long as she wasn't working, eventually she wasn't concerned about working. Well, it may have been stressful initially, but that'll die out, especially when she's comfortable that the other person can support the household.
5: Bro, let me tell you something. It's better for my wife to have work because the whole time she wasn't working, she was stressing me out. Because mm-hmm. that energy, if that energy is not placed into something, it's going to be put into something else. And nine times out of ten, it's bothering everybody
1: else. But well, do you think that it will eventually affect affect the, uh, the sex life that you had before where you know she's probably a lot more available to you now that she's picked up, um, not that she's working again full time. Do you think that that's going to affect the amount of, you know, the amount of time that you have sex?
5: I think it's it's more often because now she's more attracted to me. I mean I'm more attracted to her because I'm like, yeah man, she paying off my Beamer. She going to work for me, baby. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's <a> to me. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: That may be the case in your in your situation. I don't know if that's the case. In com- commonly, I don't know if that's the case. It may be though. I don't
4: know. I don't know. I, mean, I tell my wife all the time, go make my money,
5: <laughs> and it's <laughs> money and bringing it home, right? And they contributing. Then you, know and it. then you know they're contributing to the household, and they now they got some clothes on instead of me coming home to a a woman with a whole bunch of rags on her head and rollers and, you know, and, and, and all this complaining with, you know, house shoes on. Now I can, you know, get a chance to have her to go away from me for a while,
1: just get away from me for yeah. a while, work, and now I can't wait to see her, you know. Yeah. The, the, problem, the problem is not so much, I guess the problem problem for the average person, is average man is not so much his attraction, his sexual attraction to his wife. It's her being willing to having the energy to,
0: you know,
1: be available for
0: it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess it, it makes a, a good it.
1: point. But but, but is it just energy that we're looking for, you guys? I mean, realistically. And I understand, you know, they got to have energy, but at the end of the day, if they just give you your energy, their energy, you know what I mean, and it's taking one for the team, that could be stressful too. After a while, I believe. Are you talking about she's just sleeping with you because she's just doing her wifely duties, but she's not into it? Exactly.
0: Because you said the energy
1: part, you know, so, I mean.
5: Well, who's going to be stressing at that point? The one who's getting it or the one who's not getting it?
1: I mean, it all depends on your position. So, I mean, if, you're, if you are in it just to get a nut, then you ain't stressing. You've got your nut. You can go about your business. But if you're into pleasing and being pleased, then you'll be stressing because that's not happening, not when they taking one for the team. In regards to, in my personal opinion, in regards to stress and those type of matters, I guess matters of intimacy between the two, I, I guess like it really just boils down to your personal needs, and if you need if you need true affection and true intimacy where you know that her soul is in it and all that other stuff, and you don't get it, I guess it could be uh, stressful. If you just want to, to hit it doggy style, that's what you need to see. You know, what I mean, that's maybe a little bit. As long as you get that, then you're fine. So I guess mm-hmm. it depends on, on on your personal needs. You know where where stress comes in because what may be stressful. In one relationship, it can be the exact same thing, and one it may stress somebody out, and the other it won't stress them out at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, prime example. You, you know, you stop off on the way in. You get some nice massage oil. You buy some flowers. You know what I mean? You get. You, you may pick up a toy or two. You know, you come on in. what oh, oh, what Yeah, it's grown folks. Grown folks play with toys. I'm sorry. I'll tell you about that on the <laughs> next. Year.
0: <laughs> on the next show. <laughs> on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay so with toys. Call,
2: yeah. call Tours, toys. <laughs> Tours. are amazing. You know, something else you can do with it. You can you you can tour shop together.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know. So I so mean, toys. some people
2: ain't that level, but I'm just saying. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you plan it. You plan it. You know, you 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 plan on running that bath. You know, you plan on getting that massage in, you know, and then she gets there and says, hey, can we just hurry up and get get this over with? I'm tired. You know, it kind of sounds like a win-win, but it's really not a win-win. You know? I mean, I could be wrong. Well, why you know, why, why, me, why like... do you say that? I mean, because you, you, you plan for a night of intimate lovemaking. She may come in and say, well, I'm not going to deny you sex, but let's just get it over with. You know,
6: it's,
5: it's unbelievable what you're talking about. Uh, my my ex-wife, now I don't know if she was saying this to hurt my feelings or not, but it was working. She told me, like, for years she had been, this was at the end of our marriage, of course, and she told me at the end, she said uh, that for years she had been uh, dreading uh Having you know intercourse with me, and then sometimes she would go get sick, I said really, and i don't like I said, I don't know if she was saying that to hurt my feelings to let me know that for sure this thing is over with, but she said it it really bothered her t- at some time to uh to for me to be on be on top of her, and I'm like really and mm. I don't know, again, if she was just trying to say things to hurt my feelings, to let me know it's really, really over, or was it really bothering her. But I did, that has a, I'm not saying I'm stressed about it, but I do, or did from time to time, my wife now, I say, hey, you know, if you ever don't feel like doing nothing, you please let me know, because one thing I don't want to do is think that, you know, you're having as much fun as I'm having, and, um, and you're not, and mm-hmm. and, um, and you feel pressure too because now what's stressing me out is I feel like I just raped you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. more hurtful to me than getting my nut. You know, what I mean, we ain't teenagers no more. We ain't we ain't going out here uh, just boyfriend and girlfriend type thing. We we are married people, and we sure. we're supposed to be about pleasing each other. But if you're not getting pleased and you're only faking to make it seems like I'm being pleased, and that's not pleasing me at all.
0: Mm. And,
1: and how
5: often do you think that that happens oh, in
1: marriage? In marriage,
5: all, all the time, all the time. If they especially the if they
1: open communication. Sure, sure. So, so, so the schedules are busy. There is no time. You end up, you know, getting 15 minutes in the morning before work. Or somebody's trying to stay awake 15 minutes to get it in. You know, it's not anything romantic. It's just, okay, now it's, you know, we got to do it because we're married. And because the Bible says so. You know what I'm saying? I think that that can wear you down. And that's why a lot of people actually go outside. They may not go outside their marriage for sex. But they go outside for all the fun things that come with sex. The spontaneous, you know, be spontaneous. Do in a different place. When you're married, all of that stuff kind of goes out the back window. The fun part about making love,
0: I believe.
5: Well, I think the I think the uh, the the main gist of figuring out what's the best tactic to make love to your spouse, or the best the best way to approach it, is what I didn't do the first time, and that was really really communicate to her. Like I asked my wife, you know, well, in what times do you not feel that you want to do anything, she said in the wee hours of the morning. But she said, "But if you want to see if I'm interested, you start, you know, taking out the box first. And then if you do that, then I wake up. Then it's it's a it's a happy day." But she said, That's the "You problem. know, huh?" That's the problem. But
1: well, go ahead, you finish and but, I'll tell you what I'm talking about.
5: Okay. Well, she went, well her communication to me was a a. Take take this out, and um, and and then you know, hey, you 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 might get me up, you know. So you know, and, and I won't, you won't get no probably no resistance because, you know, that's just the same as me. I said, well, you know what, three o'clock in the morning, if you feel if you feel nasty, you know, speaking to the mic and see what's going on. She's like, hey, and that works for, for us. Now I'm not saying it doesn't work for every person, you know, but from for for my personal bid you know we 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 love every we we love every every aspect of uh mm-hmm. of our not defiling our bid
1: you know sure sure, and the point that 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 I'm gonna make <clears throat> is that sometimes women and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes women will say yes well let me not say say yes, but they just won't say no to their husband at any time. Even if they don't feel like it, they won't say no in fear of upsetting him and making making him go somewhere else for it. You know what I'm saying? Because um, people have always said, if I can't get it at home, I'll get it somewhere. So that fear factor may make them say, oh, it's either the fear factor or it's just the respect of the, the marriage position. You see what I'm saying? So when you tell your wife, hey, if you're not feeling like it, Tell me, but it's hard for her to tell you I'm not feeling like it when you're rubbing up on her in the middle of the night. You all, you don't already jumpstart You are, you already let her know where your mind is at.
5: Well, yeah, but at the same time, I have been rejected, you know, and 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 that's okay because the first thing she do to correct the rejection is, hey, baby, let me. I'm tired. Let me let me take care of you in the morning. You know, it's a follow through, uh, or you know, hey, this is what is this is what's gonna happen tomorrow. But right now, I am really exhausted. So it doesn't it doesn't happen every time. I uh, you know what I mean? It it. But it really just takes a whole lot of open communication. That and and, and where it ain't no feelings gonna be hardened. You know, after I tell you how
1: I feel. Mm. Good words. Anybody else on that point?
2: What's the point?
1: We're just talking about taking one for the team, so to speak. You know how we, how we venture down the oh, road. Oh, yeah, up. yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, it, it it can go both ways. Uh, sometimes you want to make her happy. Sometimes you, she just got to take one for the team. Mm. And that's not stressful, you don't think, i. Right? I mean, taking one for the team taking one for the team is stressful if she's taking one for the team and you want to make her happy, then that's stressful well well what
5: well what's taking what's the good of taking one for the team? What if she taking one for the team all the time?
2: Mhm well, no, you don't want her to take one all the time. I'm just saying when I say take one for the team, I'm talking about okay, it's got to happen. you're at that mm-hmm. point where it's got to happen. And you understand she tired. You understand she been cooking. She, you know went to work or blah blah blah. What whatever. Yeah, but this got to happen tonight.
0: <laughs>
2: now I ain't you saying nothing about truth. this happening all the time. I'm talking about one time, man. You tell
3: the truth. Tell the
2: truth. But those mm-hmm. those times do happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's non negotiable. Yeah, it's non negotiable. It's only you know. I could care less at that okay, point. Yeah. 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 But now yeah. the the intimacy, you know, we talk about that and, you know, the, the, the mutual pleasure, talk about that. How how can we uh, keep the spark going? We talk about that and we work on that. But there are those times that do come up where she's got to take one for the team. I mean, it just happens. Mm.
1: Right, I got a yeah. monkey wrench question, real quick. Then that, that this this line of conversation kind of um, made me think about this. Um, it seems like sometimes you hit a crossroad. We're talking about taking one for for the team, and you know you need to you need to do this thing. Um, as is there anything wrong with a married man, you know, really wanting to you know do something with his wife, and she's not available, whether she's really tired or whatever. Is there anything wrong with the married man maybe going and, and, and hooking himself
2: up? Um, now, now you, you get into a, a slippery slope because you got some people here who most people can't freely admit to masturbation. Most married men can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most, most married men do. Uh, and, and here's the trick about masturbation. Most, most, married, most
5: married men masturbate, you said?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when you talk about, is it okay to masturbate instead of you know her taking one for the team? That's that's kind of a yes and no because the masturbation can make you want it more. You, you yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. it, but it can, lead can lead to it, it, the masturbation is just gasoline can be just gasoline on the fire. Yes, I guess. Yeah. And let me tell you so, masturbation only gets you so far.
1: It's funny talking about that. Because that was actually my first question. Does masturbation really relieve
2: stress? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think I, I
2: think masturbation is more of a mirage I, I think masturbation really you know what I really think masturbation is what it what the, the use uh actual use of masturbation uh, is actually good for uh, muscle memory and uh, stroke control after I think, that but, oh, hey, what
0: about, that's the only uh, use
2: I see of masturbation after that that's you know I, you know
1: I disagree with that in, in the sense that, um, well, not n- not what you said, but kind of what Tony said a little bit. But I don't know what I disagree with. I think that masturbation. <laughs> I look
2: at single. I look at single <laughs> people. Everybody's <laughs> different now. Everybody. Because <laughs> because some people don't masturbate. Period. No, nope. some
1: people right. don't. But I I know that it. I, right? Okay, it was Tony that said it. I think it can be a stress reliever because single people do it all the time. Yeah. People that don't have nobody. That's how they. Get through that function.
2: That's how they function, <laughs> right? I, I man, I, when I was single, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wired differently, man. You know, you know, masturbation is just like uh, eating a cheese sandwich every day, <laughs> three times a day. It's like feeding your kid a cheese sandwich three times a day every day. After about the second or third time, you know, that kid will be like, "All right, we eating this again." Like, come on, man! But mm. if that
1: was the only thing you had to eat, you would eat that cheese sandwich three times a day,
2: <laughs> every day. You 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 begin you begin to get creative. You you figure some things out. You do what you got to do.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. We are not on the
5: same page today, fellas.
2: Oh no, Derek, not, go ahead, Derek. Go say go,
5: Derek. Go. Oh, I know you're a masturbator. Go ahead, man. Go. put it out nah, there. No, nah, no, no. I don't. No, I mean because <laughs> I mean it's not. I think if the man do what he's supposed to do as far as his wife is concerned, then masturbation would never be a question. Never ever, right, a question, Derek.
3: I think if you got a wife that's healthy, you know, and is present, why you got to masturbate for? Right So
5: I don't I I can't I I can't follow This line of conversation
0: Hmm
1: So hold on Hold on Hold on Hold on (laughs) You brought up Something interesting Rod So let Let let, let me throw A question out there Who do you think Masturbates more Single men Or married men. And y'all free to Google it. Be free. Somebody can Google it. Married men or single men.
2: Without a a doubt, married men. That's easy. Wait a minute,
3: brother. I can't call it. I can't call it. Uh, Somebody Google it. Y'all got computers. I ain't got to look it up. I ain't got to look it up
2: either. I'm
5: I'm with Ike. (laughs) I I can't believe we we talking like this, though.
2: I can't believe. Well, it's something. just because you don't do it there. This whole the plot there. You know, we we know you out you out you not lie on this one. Listen, what I'm listen, what I'm saying is,
5: we come on this show. You ain't gonna stop
2: nobody from masturbating, so
5: I'm not saying
2: that. I'm just, <laughs>
0: I'm just telling. well you. you get
2: started with all whatever you about to say. It ain't happening. So go, but go ahead, <laughs> I But I guess I
5: guess I'm looking at it from a. And, and I and I would not know it's not Bible study but I'm looking at it from a religious point of view as far that's right. as we we talk we we talk every week on this show and if you would have if somebody would have asked me this question okay out of the, out of your boys that you know on your phone call do you think any of them masturbate I was like heck no that that ain't my boys none of my everybody in my clique getting theirs. and that's what I would say
0: <laughs> but
5: but apparently
2: I've been wrong. <laughs> yeah, you'd been wrong you've been wrong with hell. Well you have been right, half because right. I get mine and I still masturbate, so hey, no what, what's big the, thing to what's
5: me. What's the what's the reason to eat if you're full? I don't get it. What's the what now? What reason for it it for you to keep eating if you're already full? I don't understand why what what's the purpose of my But, but listen, if listen, you listen, eat? listen listen
0: listen listen.
5: If you get her to take right. one for the team if you're getting her to if you giving her all the things that you know that you whatever you're saying that you need to say to, for her to get hot or whatever if you're doing all of that what would be the purpose of masturbating i don't get it
2: i use i use it to as a performance enhancer really yeah what, what memory and... to you,
5: But your vibra- Vi, about your viagra story was awesome. Why can't you just... Yeah, I only
2: took that one time, though. I ain't taking no damn Viagra every time <laughs> I had sex. That's unrealistic. Because I told you what happened. Yeah, clean. I only did that one. I knew something was
3: wrong with that.
2: Your, your pizza get
3: fooled. It's like, all right, I need to, I need that pill to get up, bro. You don't want that. <laughs> but,
2: uh, Masturbation off. is good for, for me, for uh, muscle memory and stroke control, man. Wow.
0: So, so that is so, so man.
2: that is
1: just it's practice. So yeah, so so Darren, you you're actually only talking to one person, right? So that's Ike's thing. So let's just talk about in a normal safe number of let's say out of 20 married men. Out of 20 married men, how do, how many of those 20 do you think are satisfied sexually by their wives?
5: Well, we had we had a few on here that wasn't but we didn't disclose if they were masturbating or not. I think it would have been inappropriate. To no, have no, 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 that no,
1: no. That's not what I asked. I said, how many do you think out of 20 are satisfied sexually by their wives? And I'm not talking about taking one for the team, hurry up and get your nut and go play PlayStation. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about getting it in. Passion. I, I, I would think that it would be more...
5: More men than 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 not that actually that's actually getting enough to be okay uh, to get them past you know to the, past the point where they're masturbating. I, I don't think that uh, I, I I just wouldn't have put two and two together until the night. You know now it's like okay it, it might be more than uh, more than I think it is.
1: Okay, so then to ask your question. I'm, then ask yourself this question. Why would a man that's having sex with his wife go have sex with another woman outside of his marriage? Well, I mean, that's you
5: got you got difference? one. Well, one is greedy, you know, uh, and it could be you know some some guys that they don't care about morality, they don't care about morals, they just care about selfishness. So, I mean, you can throw a whole bunch of stuff at it, but I wouldn't think of a bunch of uh, people that that. They go by the word would would think like that.
1: Not, I I okay, not okay. me, I mean. Maybe I shouldn't ask you. Anybody else? Hey, um, Andrew, you you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, let me let me direct it to Andrew. Why would a man that's having sex with his wife go have sex with another woman outside of his marriage?
4: Selfishness. And what else? Um I would say um, emptiness. Okay. Um, someone that um, doesn't have the proper center in their life, um, and they think that they're going to get fulfillment, um, you know, in another way.
1: Fulfillment in another. Okay,
4: there it is. There it is.
1: So let's just say that they are getting fulfillment in another way, from outside their house. Right. Right, because you may go outside, you may get some anal that you're not getting at home. You may get a little top right. piece that you're not getting at home. You may get forty or fifty different positions, whatever position you want, that you're not getting at home. You may get it in different directions. I mean, in the back of the car, you may get it, you know, in the bathroom, in the kitchen, on the floor. All these places, there's all these things that that you're not getting at home. I think that's what men look for. When they go uh, for I, I think I
4: think that people I think that people that that say that sin isn't fun are either lying or crazy. crazy. Sure.
7: But but also I think that I'll, I'll, when it comes to what he's talking about, uh, a lot of when when the woman well a lot of men when they get married a woman with a woman and everything a lot of women stop doing what they used to do to keep. Do to keep attracting mm. the husband, so a lot of women stop uh, basically doing what they used to do, being uh, stop acting like mothers and act like a wife a lot of them start acting like mothers and everything and don't act like a wife, don't respect their husband, don't have the treatment that their husband has, and then they're surprised of saying, oh, because I heard one of you call callers said, oh, it's because a man has a problem. No, sometimes it's not because the man has a problem. A lot of times we've got to be honest because the woman is not doing her job what she used to do before having a kid when she wanted that guy to be her husband.
0: Mm. So I her- think one of, the
4: biggest, one, of, one of the biggest things that happens is when you're in a marriage for some time, um, you know, you see each other at your worst. When you got a side piece, all you're seeing her is at the best. Okay, so you don't see all the crap that goes along with it. And, you know, I don't care how fine your woman is. I mean, the finest woman in the world, some guy's tired of hitting that. Okay, because he's tired of her crap, he's tired of her attitude, he's tired of the nonsense, you know, she, he's tired of the crap. So when you when you have a side piece all you see it is when it's ready all the time and, and 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 that's the lie of it because you know it it's almost like pornography it's only only what you see the show it's not the real deal it's not real relationship but, but but why, so why is it not a, wait, wait, wait a minute?
7: Why is it not a real deal? Because you're you're acting like you're you're getting married to somebody that you love, and you're saying to me that sorry, you're gonna get married, and sorry, you're gonna have an awful relationship, and. Things are going to go bad, and you're going to see crap and things like that. Why? Is it
4: because... <laughs> I didn't you're say you're going to have an awful relationship. I said, well, you said when you, you get you married, said that,
0: you're going to have yeah, real would, life that
4: hits you. Yeah, but why do you have to have for, real for, life for, and for, not for side, have... Wait a second, wait a second, man. You asked me a question. For a side piece, you don't have all those things of the daily, of the mortgage, of the this, of the that, okay. of the stuff of the kids. You just got a little piece that you go out and hit, you know, once or twice a week.
7: But 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 telling it doesn't answer the question. But
4: I'm telling you.
7: But, but wait, wait a minute. Are you telling me because you have, let's say, all those stuff that you're telling me that you can't be with somebody that you love, and every day both of you decide, you know what, we want to make a relationship, not perfection, because perfection is something that nobody could stand, but we're going to make sure that we're going to be the best that we could be. Every day, that the best that we could be. Every day, we're going to treat each other with the best way we can. We're going to talk to each other every day. We're going to be honest with each other. Dear. We're not going to hide about things. We're not going to. We're going to have an honesty, trust, and respect in our relationship. I'm sorry, if people had that, you wouldn't have the stress that you have. If people were you, you honest with like each other, husband been and wife.
4: And, and have man, you ever been I, I married? Think, <clears throat> but, no, be, but i wait,
7: I have not been married, wait, wait, but I've met, ma- knowing I have not, I've I not. When you're in a
4: marriage, okay, there comes to the mundane, I mean, 10, 20, 30 years. I disagree. I I
7: disagree with you. There
4: are some people who are married who put the
7: standard to not be mundane. They put a standard to both each other, to sit down before getting married and say, you know what, we want to have an extraordinary marriage. What do we do? We go get the people who've done extraordinary marriage. We don't go get the people who settle, who said, oh, you're just going to have an okay marriage. We go get the people who've done it, and we go ask them the question, have you done 40 years? How did you do 40 years of being happy?
4: And you ask well, see, them the, the 40 years of question. being happy and 40 years of having what you just talked about is two very different things. Why okay? not? Why? Because your relationship Why? changes as you age. All I can say is get married and find out.
1: Hey, I
4: think I can help him out. R- real quick, yeah. one thing. Um,
1: Stan, the thing about being married and what, um, what um, um, Andrew was saying is that people constantly change. And so, mm-hmm. what you're talk- and when if you get married, you will see that you may come in with that intent, but throughout the course of your life, and throughout the course of your relationship with this person, basically throughout the course of your marriage, both of you guys are constantly changing in different ways and in different areas. Mm-hmm. And-, and throughout the course of that, there's going to be times where you're just not feeling that person. Just like in business, if you have a business for thirty years, there's going to be times when your business is probably in trouble, and times when it's flourishing. It's just because things change and you can't predict it, and you really it sounds to me like you won't understand that until you get married,
7: but but don't um, you understand, but don't you believe that there's a lot of marriage who doesn't have that communication between each other? The I first mean, of five, the I first four years or five years, oh. they have great communication, some of them do. I'm sorry we have a stat that says after five years of marriage, a lot of people want to get divorced.
0: That's normal. I mean, general general rules don't apply to
1: everybody. So of course, there's going to be some that 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 you know, a hundred percent of the time
4: love each other like day one. But that's not the that's not common.
0: Okay, Why not? Okay.
4: And that's what, the question. Why not? Why not? I have a fantastic hmm. marriage. What you're talking about is that beginning stage of infatuation that changes. Of course, you couldn't handle. Being infatuated that way for for your life. I mean, staying on the phone till two thirty in the morning, just listening to her breathe—that changes. Now, I know you say that you—if you stoke it, it's just not real world. You couldn't survive. Okay. Now, when you get into a marriage, love changes and love grows. Believe me, exactly. you go through things together, and real love takes over—not just the steamy jumping in the sack. Real love. Is is when she comes home and she tells you that she's got cancer and you go through it together. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And you come out through the storms together and then you have a love and it's not about, you know, seventeen thousand different positions because you see once you go through that you realize at the end of the day you're not gonna marry that anyway.
7: Yeah. I agree with you. That's
4: not real, that's
7: not real love. Exactly, and and that's the thing that I don't agree, that I think a lot of people forget. Real love is going to your partner and telling her the special thing, telling you know what I am so lucky of having you in my life, and making her feel special, and making her feel wanted, and making her feel like you are somebody that's important in my life. I'm sorry, a lot of people that you're telling me are miserable in a marriage. Women and men don't do that anymore.
0: Absolutely, and that's being
7: honest.
4: Absolutely. And that's but real love. A, a, that has nothing, in a, in a, in a, nothing to do with, with your marriage, you that. that has to do but with your action that you your do your every
7: physical,
4: day. Your physical, you know, Tony asked me about stepping out and having different reasons. You know, your physical things change as you get older. I don't know how old you are, but, you know, at 55, you're not going to be banging it like you were at 22. Exactly. Okay, you may think you were, but you won't. Exactly. Okay, at 75, you ain't going to be hitting like you were 19. Exactly, okay, but, you could, but, but, you, but you but could you do. Exactly, but every day you could decide in your you mind, do, you I love this.
7: Well, but every yeah, day you
4: could. De- yes, and real love is much bigger than seventy-five positions. Yeah,
0: and when in you and real, love, real is love is what you're talking love, about. And,
4: and, exactly. Because real love on, is, is something called intimacy. Intimacy is oneness. And when you have that and you develop that, and that can only be developed over time, you can only be um, intimate when you're naked with somebody, when you're free to be open with this person and develop Thank a you. real relationship.
7: And that's the whole problem that we have. A lot of people in marriage are not open to that point, are not open to their their supposedly best part, because the person you're supposed to be married is supposed to be one of your best friends. If you're telling me you're married to a woman or a man that's not your best friend, that you can't trust, that you can't be honest with him, that you don't believe in what the hell are you doing married with that
1: person? I agree with you. Mm. So, so, there's some static. Anybody hearing that static? Hello? No, I hear it, Tony. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, 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 so the point. And those are good words, both of y'all. And, you know, I got to jump on Stan's side. And the reason why is because far more marriages end in ruins because of somebody not doing what they said they were going to do. Um, somebody not holding up to their end of the bargain, whether it be the male or the female, husband or the wife, you know. Uh, men, um, we've been cheating forever. For us to have two or three women, you know, it's like it was accepted. It's always been that way for us. You know, so when you get into a marriage and it's not going the way you want it to go, a lot of times men will step outside for that variety that they're not getting at home. I think the point that Stan is making is that someone will take their due diligence to say, I'm not going to allow this to happen in my marriage. I'm going to stay ahead of it. I'm going to make sure that I that we're not going to get mundane. I'm a, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep my spouse in the house. I'm not going to let him mm-hmm. go outside looking for something else.
0: Mm-hmm. You see, what
1: I'm saying, and I think that far too many times people cheat because somebody's slacking in the bedroom. Exactly.
7: And slacking outside of the bedroom also.
0: Not and, and treating and the person with. Yeah,
7: not treating the person with respect. How many women I tell them? I know some personal women. I say, when was the last time you, when your husband comes home, just be happy and smile to him and say, you know what, and be and give him a nice big kiss in front of the kids and be happy. When was the last time you did that? Uh, uh, and you're surprised of your marriage.
5: Well, one thing you, you said, Tony. You, well, one one thing I I don't I I kind of disagree with, and that's um, if a. I think a hundred percent of the time a man will cheat on his wife or go outside of the marriage if he's not getting some at home, okay, but if he's not 100% getting nothing. a hundred percent of the time when a woman cheats on her husband, I think it's some it's tied to some kind of emotional uh, problem like she ain't talking or he ain't talking to her or you know he don't he don't love her or don't he don't appreciate her or he don't uh, listen to her or it, it's got to be something it's t- something tied to that and then as soon as a man starts listening to her and then he's like okay well yeah I'm going to give him the booty
1: because he understands me I think I think far too much we place a difference on the two species and we say that men are physical and women are emotional and we live there don't we we say that and that's and and that's it. I don't really believe that that's all that's it. I believe that women want somebody to blow the back out. And they may say, okay, yeah, yeah, well, he ain't talking to me. Somebody at the job's already talking to your wife. Somebody at the job is already being, to your wife, being nice to your wife on a daily basis. That don't mean she's going to give him the booty. You see what I'm saying? But sometimes they want, like if you're slacking in the bedroom and they like a certain thing, they may say, you know what, I may have to go somewhere else to get it. Period. I think it's the same thing. Men and women sometimes cheat for the same things. As men, sometimes we don't get validation from our wives. We don't. You're
5: saying it's a whole lot of women out here that that's going leaving their husbands or going out and cheating on their husbands because
1: their husband is not blowing it back out. I'm not saying it's a whole lot, but don't rule out. The fact that women do that for the same reason that we do. And don't rule out the fact that we cheat for emotional reasons, too. Because, like I yeah, said, I a lot think of times. It goes both ways. It goes both, both ways. A lot of times we don't feel validated as men. We don't I, feel I like. Think, I
4: think more times different. than not, um, when you talk about that, if we don't feel validated and, and respected and somebody else starts making us feel that way, that's where the, the nonsense starts.
0: Yep. Yep.
4: Hey, you know, I, I think a,
1: a big miss, um, uh, a big misunderstanding, and, and fellas, you can tell me if you think that I'm wrong, is is in what you just said, Tony, about women wanting a guy to blow their back out. I think the accurate statement is a woman wants a man to give it to her the way she want it Because every woman don't want to get her back blew out. Well,
6: I mean, every that's... woman
1: don't want Don't want to get that thing pounded to death. You know what I mean? They want it. They want it.
0: Slow, someone. Oh yes, it. they do. Someone yeah. bang All right, all right.
1: Yes, they do. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, if she ain't coming yeah. at home with you, if you know what I mean, if she ain't having the orgasm at home, just like us. Like, you know. Well, I'm thinking we need to get get her back good. I'm thinking you talking about burning some calories up in there. I'm talking <laughs> pounding that thing to death type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, no nah, I don't. I used yeah. to believe that, but I don't really believe that no more. But what if that's what she wants? What if she wants someone to passionately handle that thing and flip it and rub it and oh no and toes curl and all that, and you just ain't doing it? That's painful to, you to you them still them have them. time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not yeah. talking about trying to hurt her sexually. I'm just talking about giving her what she wants in the bedroom. Right. At any expense, you know, I'm not talking about something painful. I'm talking about something highly pleasurable that she used to get, maybe, or maybe she didn't.
7: But then she has to be honest with herself and say, they might keep on doing what I used to do to have that man do that those things also. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do what you used to do as i I'm sorry, as a baby girl, if you stop doing what you used to do, to have that man being passionate and making passionate love to you, you're not doing your part.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, 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 so we can re-ask the question, but we can flip it to a, another way of asking it, right? Right. If a woman plays with a dildo in your marriage bed. Is that a stress reliever for her? Well, first of all, I would want if to she, know if she's masturbating. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying if she's masturbating, and she's married, can that be a stress reliever for her?
5: It could be, but isn't that a sign that the man ain't doing what he's supposed to do to not make her masturbate?
1: Okay, but you had a problem <laughs> when it was a man masturbating. You thought the man was being selfish. That's the same thing I'm saying about the
5: woman, if you listen to what I just said. I just okay. said that means that the husband is not doing what he's supposed to do in the bedroom if she got to turn towards a dildo. That's the same thing.
1: Okay. Hey, I want to ask a quick question to you, Darren, and, and then we and then continue on with that. Have you have you ever in your life masturbated? Do you, do you Oh, understand yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. No,
5: no doubt okay. about it. When I was on the ship, you know, I was in the Navy now, so, hey. I'd rather masturbate than, um, than, than uh, cheat on my, even even as my ex. I, I did that before I cheated and went outside to marry.
2: Gotcha.
5: Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I ain't, per- I ain't perfect. I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying once once I got into a relationship where I knew how to line up and so did she, then there's no need for all this extra outside
1: stuff. Sure. I wouldn't care if my wife masturbated. With a, if she used a dildo, that wouldn't really? wouldn't bother me. Nah, it wouldn't
0: bother me. Wow.
5: Would it not? Would it not bother you because she got on your nerve already, or you are not attracted? Or what What would be the reason why I, it wouldn't bother? You? I, I,
1: I, it just it just that doesn't. I think when, if it bothers a guy, um, well, it just don't. Uh,
5: no, I'm talking I about what variables way. I'm I'm talking about adding variables in the reason. Is it a is it is it, is it a it, possible it variable me. in there where you would be upset if she did masturbate? Yeah,
1: it would bother me if she wasn't giving me none and
0: masturbating
3: with a dildo.
0: That
3: yeah. would me. Or, or you got finished and, you know, she was just like, That's all you got. Let me go to my that drawer and finish, me. No, That would and, and finish myself that off since so she couldn't do the job. That wouldn't that bother, bother you?
1: you?
0: I would be sleep right next to him. Oh! Really?
3: <laughs> wow! That's, wow!
4: I'd be in REM sleep. In <laughs> <laughs> REM sleep. But you know, that don't know, bother talk, me.
3: I mean, what are we talking about? Stress and a lot of women, you know, have that issue where, you know, unfortunately, their husband can't get them off. You know, I, so I, their see
1: husband, I see that as a solution to all that. Hmm. Like that does I, I want to use the word intimidate, but I don't. It, it does It just don't intimidate me at, at all. I, and you know what? Part of the reason is because I know that dollar for dollar, I wear my wife
3: out. So yeah, but let me let me let me ask you this: Is that do you think your wife prefers you or the dildo? She prefers like she me. And she chore.
1: doesn't. She prefers me, and she doesn't use that. But if she did, it wouldn't bother me. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you know, you—I—I I don't know because our ego comes into play, especially if the dildo is like a lot larger than you are. You know, then you're sitting there like, "What are you going to do with that thing?" She said, "Well, this is what I need,
0: Saturday.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm not talking about you, Malcolm. I'm just talking about men—men in, men in general. There's certain right. things that you can be like, wait a minute, what the, What do you? Wait a minute, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, what are well, they telling you? Let me throw in the monkey wrench then. What is? Sure. What if what she's using is not necessarily a dildo, but she's just masturbating with her fingers or rubbing right. it or something like that? Would that bother you? The same as if, like, is it the dildo that bothers you, or is it the masturbation that bothers you? The masturbation part. It, I, I don't think that that would bother me. I'm kind of with you on that part. I don't think that that would bother me because that just she's in tune with her body, and you know she just that's how she get down. You know, if she's telling me no, you can't join in, or this is in replacement of you, then yeah, I got a problem with that. But if it if it has no effect on what she and I are doing, then have at it. But if she pulls out a dildo, that's a different story. Well, I mean, you know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she could probably use that too, you know what I mean? But if it's, you know, something that's gigantuous, I'm like, come on, man. What, the, what are you trying to say, <laughs> you know? But why would that why would that bother you? I mean, I'm just asking a question. Okay, she just – I don't know why that would bother you. If, if that's just what it is, why would that you, like, bother your ego? You would like to think that you satisfy your spouse sexually. I think we would all like to believe that that's what we do. And to find out that that may not be the case may be disturbing to to us, especially men, you know. And we could say, yeah, we're all right with it. But at the end of the day, you know, you don't want that hanging over you like, you know, your wife ain't satisfied by you. I, I think with me, I, I have established a particular um, thought process over the um, course of my life where I'll give you 100% of what I got and nothing more. So if 100% of what I got is not enough, it doesn't intimidate me or bother me that you need more. I'm satisfied with doing my best, and that's it. Okay, so you're saying that, say that again. Pretty much the way that my brain works, whether it be, um, I'm just satisfied with doing my best, and if my best, Happens to not be enough. I look at the fact that she did choose me to get married to me. I look at the fact um she loves me enough to get married to me and 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 in, and in this particular case we're talking about a beagle of you know something bigger than than me. Um that wouldn't bother me because probably because I know I can I you know I can I can bring it I can bring it to her and if it was something that was unusually big or something like that, how can I compete with that? I mean, that's just her body. That doesn't intimidate her. Sure. sure. I think the saving grace for you is the fact that, she, like you said, she still married you. So at some point, the best that you can do was actually good enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? If she changed throughout the marriage, then that, that should be questioned. But what happened?
4: Was, but even you know, if
1: that happened... It wouldn't lose my ego because I, yeah. I believe myself to be a decent human being. I believe myself to be a capable and, um, a, and a good, a good, powerful human being. So even if that was to happen, that wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't put my value in what she thought about me. Sure, sure, but but you you have to also realize that is there. There's a terrible clicking sound somewhere.
3: No, I don't <laughs> hear it.
1: Okay. You have to also realize that we don't know everything about the woman that we marry. And what I'm saying by that is they make a choice, right? So she may, let's just say my wife, I use me for example. She made a choice when she got with me, okay? She said, okay, he may have this, but he doesn't have that. He may be this way, but he's not that way. So there's certain certain things she's going to outweigh. Right? she's gonna be like, "Okay, I like this security part about him because he's got, he's gonna take care of me, but this part eh, it's all right you know it could be it could have been a sexual thing, it's okay, but this other part outweighs that, so I'm gonna roll with it, right, So we go on thinking that our complete package is what she wanted when it may not be. You follow what I'm saying, so somewhere down the line, that thing that she compromised on may come out.
4: Like, yeah, I yeah, but Tony, it's kind of like us. Most most men don't marry the freak the the freakiest girl they, they 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 dated. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of us don't don't put the ring on that. Sure. And and I mean, to be truthful, I'm sure most women don't do the same thing because you know Leroy, the gunslinger, you know, doesn't have all the things that 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 the guy she's going to marry has. Sure. Sure. Okay, so just like you said, it's a uh, well, you know, this is the this is the best of 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 everything. It's not just that one thing, and and most men don't marry, you know, you know, Susie the freak that was hanging on the pole.
0: You know, yeah. can I can I make
3: this what
4: observation?
1: Um, this is cute. Look, look, can I make this small observation? When I was, and I, I'll keep it clean. When I was uh, younger, I got to go to some swinger
2: orgies, and and this is relevant.
1: And I got to see guys who were older than me, and, you know, you're looking at everything, guys who were packing better than me. But when it got that time to get down with females, here's one thing that I noticed at this very
0: young age.
1: A lot of these guys they they were not passionate dudes. They were very boring to the women. And you can see it in the reaction with some people when they did certain things. They do. Certain dudes were overly aggressive to a point where like, God, know that must hurt. And my interaction with some of the same people who complained about some of the other individuals was totally better because I was more attentive, I was more uh passionate I was more v- verbal and mental so here's what I found out through the years and what you guys are talking about tonight. I find that a lot of these things, not all things, but a lot of these things really don't have to do with the success or failure of the woman. A lot of these dudes are not the
0: dudes that they say they are; they're not attentive. They're not romantic. I mean, God, I ran into some dudes out here in Atlanta don't even know what romance means,
1: and it's just like I I see a lot of this stuff as the guy's fault because you just can't. Hey, I've been working. Uh, you no, know, give me a BJ. You just. <laughs> I mean, but that is the take on some guys. Yeah, that sounds romantic. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, and and but that's the take on some guys, and then they don't get the result from the female that they got, and then they wonder why. So I just want to throw that in. It's not a right or wrong. It's just my experience.
4: I think you're right on because some men think because, well, you know, I'm married to you. You know, when I come in and I say, you know, lay down, that's it. And, you know, that's not going to work in the long run. Mhm. Mhm. But but do
7: you think that as a man, the only duty that you have to do for your wife is to make her feel special? If she's not happy on her own inside of her, there's nothing you could do as a man. You, you could be the best man in the world and,
0: well, that's and try not to
7: be true. I,
1: that's not necessarily true. Have you have you know what? Have you ever went? Um, and and this is an oddity, but have you ever went uh, dancing? Um, like salsa or something like that. Uh, yes, yeah, nice. yes, okay, yes. So, 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 when you do that, what you're doing is you're looking for on the dance floor. You're making sure that wherever you turn, this girl, she's not going to bump into somebody. And it's a real good testament for how you treat treat chicks. But you also give her that time to stand and shine. I I only disagree in that I think that enough of us males are not trying to be those type of dudes and to I believe it's Joshua online but to to Canada's point, I think too many times we're appeasing ladies. So we come mm-hmm. into these conundrums. But I, I I've just found, you know, that the, the, the less appeasement and the more Hey, this is what I'm doing. Here, go ahead and shine, girl. Go ahead and buy that dress. Go, I, I, You know, like I've had clients, and I'm going to shut up after this. I've had clients in the past where I would teach them how to shop for a female. It's really interesting once you're a dude and you, you kind of critiquing your lady how you want her to look. She really gets into it, most of them. But I, I just push back on the notion that you can't enhance her happiness. I, I don't know.
4: But I'll continue listening. Let me shut up. You know, I think, he, I think he has a point with if somebody isn't happy with who they are, if they're not satisfied with with who they are as a person, everything we do is just surfacing. I mean, you know, at your core, you have to be complacent with who God made you to be, and, and you've got to be okay with that um if that's if but if that 's in place, our responsibility is to make sure that you know that we find out enough about our wives um, to make them feel loved and special and we need to find out how to speak to them and speak to their their love language so that we can we can you know allow them to grow i mean as a man we are we're responsible to to um have our women to blossom. And to mm. turn into the woman that they can be, you know, yeah, as far as yeah. you know everything a man can do, that's our responsibility. Just like our wives' responsibility, are to do the same and to meet the needs and to, to satisfy the husband. You know, it's it's a two way street. It doesn't just go one way. Uh, but at the center of it you know you you've got to you've got to have that that centerpiece and i you know I, I believe that that centerpiece is focused on christ uh if if you have that I believe that that you know it's not my wife's responsibility to make me happy okay exactly um that, mm-hmm. You know that that my responsibility. You know, if I if I have a relationship with my Creator, that's going to give me my joy. Now, my wife, you know, understanding and and seeing what my needs are from from an you know a, an earthly position, position, that's her responsibility to see. And and I really believe that you know, as as a especially a godly husband, we want to honor our wives. You know, uh, to show the Lord that we're we appreciate the gift that He's given us. I believe my Mm -hmm. wife is my gift, you know, Mm -hmm. and I want to honor God by glorifying God by honoring her.
1: Mm -hmm. And and, uh, and And, I agree. Go ahead. Real real quick, Andrew, um, your wife is your gift. You look at it that way. But what if she was putting um, a little bit more demands on you than you can meet considering your kind of your current life requirements outside of your marriage? Um, like is it, Meaning, what if she's not observing and considering um, the time you need to spend outside of the house and, and, and not being um, rational about it and probably requiring more from you than you can actually provide without changing up your life dramatically?
4: you know i think that that's a that's a good point and we all have to you know set boundaries and have communications i mean we can all have you know irrational desires all right i can you know i can have goals that are irrational um i can say look i want a wife to to have everything in my house perfect all right. When I walk in, I want everything done, um, you know, and 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 have the house spick and span, and the kids right, and everything together, dinner on the table. But you know, woman, you go out and work sixty hours a week. Those two things usually don't go well together. So you know, we've got to have a we've got to have a, an understanding and goals that are that are reachable. And I think that comes from communication. I think a lot of people have um, unrealistic expectations. Of what, what a what a wife or a husband is supposed to do, um, but I believe if if our if our focus really is on serving our wives, and if their focus is on serving us um, to glorify God, I think then you know a lot of the, the the issues that we have will will dissipate. But I think a lot of the times we think that that our wife is to, is is to glorify us instead of God. And 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 vice versa. I think we really need to focus on on being godly men and doing the things that God has required us to do. If that happens, and you've married a, a godly woman, I think that the spirit inside of that woman is going to be jumping for joy. Now, if you've if you married a woman that's not, and you're you're a man of God, then you got a whole other set of issues. And all she's looking for is to be satisfied from the fleshly end, and you're never going to satisfy that because the flesh is never satisfied. It's never enough. I don't care what you do. If you're trying to satisfy, you know, um, worldly desires without having Christ at the center, it's never enough. I don't care. You know I don't care if you're you're buying her you know diamond rings and coats and cars and all that every day. It's never gonna satisfy and mm. hey, do you do you call your wife your gift because she's a
1: balanced wife, or is it just because simply she is your wife?
4: Um, I call my wife my gift because I believe that God gave her to me as a gift, okay. My wife is not perfect, all right, just like I'm not perfect. But um, I believe that God gave her to me as a gift, and he also gave me responsibilities um, as the head of the house to make sure that certain – at the end of the day, I'm responsible. Okay, my wife is not responsible. I am. I'm going to answer to God for what happens in this family. That doesn't mean she doesn't have godly responsibilities, but my responsibility is because God gave me that position. Headship is not something you earn. Headship is a position that was given by God, and that's my position. Okay, and that's a position of responsibility. It's not a position of dominance. And my responsibility is for this family, and there's nothing that my wife can do to give me more or take some of that away. That was given to me by God, and I believe my responsibility is to make sure that in all areas that things are taken care of and that even means if it comes down to me talking to my wife about things that that aren't being done right um mm-hmm. that need to be changed and be done in the way that God would want them to be done and hopefully I can do that in a way that that will encourage her to to get closer to Christ instead of to to you know to fight me on those issues mm-hmm. That's interesting.
1: Good words. Here's here's something that stresses me out a little bit. And I I know that some of you are going to disagree with what I'm about to say. Um because of just what Darren I mean just what Andrew said. You know, we were called to to head the ship and make sure that everything goes afloat. Um but being the blame for most of the things that happen in the marriage is the thing that stresses me out the most. You know, um, when it's all my fault, no matter, you know, how little or how big my involvement was in the situation, it's all my fault. That's the thing that that that's given me more stress than anything. You know, I think at some point, the woman has to take some responsibility. For what she does or does not do In the marriage And I know you guys Are going to say well God says God puts it on you And I hear that I hear that a lot But still in all The woman has some responsibility as well Hey Tony
4: um, our, our president has been through All kind of crazy stuff There's things that happen in his administration That he has absolutely no knowledge of And and, and no um condoning of but at the end of the day he's responsible because he's the head it's not fair it's not right but at the at the end of the day he's responsible whether whatever happened in this scandal that scandal he's going to be held responsible yeah, yes, he's the head example,
0: but that's are you example. not
4: responsible well, 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 no aren't. no 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 that's what headship is
0: yeah, but, but that's now, that doesn't again, mean the people
4: that did something aren't aren't wrong and, and, and don't don't hold some blame. But at the end of the day, the president is going to be the one that, that is, is ultimately held responsible for what happens in his administration.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean heads aren't going to roll at the same time. That doesn't
4: mean that at all, and I'm not saying that it doesn't. Okay? And and our wives can step out of line, and it's our responsibility if our wife steps out of line to make sure that things get right. Now hopefully to get her you back do in that line. in the in the in the privacy of your own home. You don't put her out, you know, out and shoot her in, in, in the pasture, if you understand what I'm saying. Sure. It's but, our but, responsibility but, but I, I, as the I, head I, I, of the house to make sure but, that if our wife is stepping out of line to make sure that we get that straight. But if okay, your wife you, steps out of line, it's not Andrew, my Andrew, responsibility hold on, hold on, hold on. to straighten your wife out.
1: Hold on, somebody but, else wants to talk. Go ahead. Okay,
4: I have a problem with
7: what you're saying because you make it sound like I'm responsible for my action. I'm not responsible for anybody's action, even if I'm married to that person. Responsibility starts with me and ends with me. If I do something wrong, if I say something wrong to somebody, if I do whatever I do, I'm responsible for that. That's called responsibility accountability. Now, if my wife decides to cheat, decides to call me names, decides to disrespect me, decides to do whatever she does, I can't be accounting responsibility of that because she made a choice to do those things. She could have made her choice saying, you know what, I'm not going to go there, and I'm not going to do those things. But she chose to do those things. It's like me, as a husband or as a boyfriend, I chose to treat her well. I chose not to call her bad name. I chose to make her feel special every day. But if I stop doing that, and I don't do those things and everything, you can't tell to the woman, well, you know, as a woman, you are responsible. The man is not doing those things, and as a woman... Suddenly, you are responsible, but he's not doing those things. I would never put that on a woman. So how can you put that on a man?
4: How well did that work for Adam? Man, the how well did that hold hold work on, for on, Adam?
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the rules is this is not Bible study, so can we use somebody other than a Bible person?
5: Can I say something that would just happen at my house a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago? Sure. Well, something sure. happened. Sure. Uh, in the morning, before I got home with my wife and my daughter, and apparently uh, my wife, my my daughter got smart with my wife, but I didn't. She didn't tell me what happened the day before. So when I came home, um, I was talking to someone else that, that that stays with us right now, and my wife came down and she starts saying, "My daughter is like that because of something I did." I mean, and just I mean, just talking to me very disrespectfully. And no, I wasn't in control of her talking to me disrespectfully, but and it didn't stop her from talking disrespectfully. But what I did what, and what I felt compelled to do, I mean, I could have went off on her about how jacked up her kids are, but that's that's going back and forth, and that's not going to resolve or solve anything because you know it, it's just the way. That's just not the way that men are supposed to treat their wives. Because that's something I got to come back and say I'm. I apologize for. So. I just told her, you know, look, what you're saying, you're hurting my feelings. You put me on the same level as a pedophile or child molester or a a deadbeat dad, so don't talk to me like that. And, And a lot of men don't want to talk to their wives like that because their feelings are so hurt or their pride gets in the way. Or, look here, B, don't talk to me like that. I'll knock you in your mouth. You know, that's another way of handling stuff. But since I'm responsible for this woman, even though I wasn't at home, I'm responsible for what happened in the home. So what I did, I told her, look, you know, first you need to calm down, and then I'm just letting you know how you're hurting my feelings by saying this because you know what kind of man I am. So I don't know where you're getting all these, these explosive feelings from, so you need to chill out and let's talk because you didn't tell me what happened, and you're speaking from something that you know about and I don't. So after that... Not immediately, but she apologized later and said, you know what, I was wrong. Uh, this happened last night. I said, okay, we'll, that, thanks for telling me. The next time, though, no. Let me know what happened so I won't come into this firestorm. When I was in mm-hmm. the next, the ship ran aground and the captain got fired, but he wasn't even driving.
4: <laughs> he was sleeping. Exactly. But why were you responsible even though you weren't home?
5: Because that is my house, and I am the head of my wife and my children, so I am responsible for now her. her I can't. I can't speak for how she reacts towards the situation, but I. I can speak to how I handle it in my portion to make her come back to a reality of, hey, I need to get back into my place. Exactly. And control. In other
4: words even though the captain wasn't at the at the at the helm if the ship runs aground he's still responsible he's still
5: responsible and that's the same and what that, that's what said.
4: i'm trying to say that we are responsible even if we don't do the action we it's still we're still at the at the head of the ship
7: but did you if, hear if, what if he said the ship
4: runs aground and the and the captain is asleep the captain is still held responsible
7: Yes, but did you hear His what he said? Your marriage runs aground
4: he... if your wife goes nuts, if your kids go crazy. You're still at the head of that ship, and you're going to be held responsible. Now, if you're not a Christian, and I know this is in Bible study, Tony, but if you're not a Christian, all these things they don't they don't they don't they don't, they don't mean anything because you don't believe what God has said. That has nothing to do with being God. I'm not a Christian, and I believe in responsibility as much as you do.
7: The number I'm one talking, thing that I I'm just, the number one statement. thing that I was brought up as a as a man was responsibility, and it has nothing to do with Christian, Muslim, or atheist. Hey, yes. hey Stan, he's saying he's saying even if your wife do it, you're responsible. Yes, and, and but he didn't but he didn't listen to what he said. He also said to his wife, Calm yourself down for your action because his wife decided to basically try to disrespect him, but he chose to act another way. He chose as a man to say, you know what, I could act two ways and I could I'm gonna act more intelligent and I'm not gonna basically blast her, but I'm gonna remind her as a woman you are not gonna treat me that way also because you took a responsibility as a woman to basically act that way. Because she as a woman could have said to him her husband a different way you know something happened but she chose not to do that's responsibility
1: too I, mm. I think we're talking mm. about a couple of different things because Tony, Tony's initial statement is since he's on the phone we can verify it I don't think Tony was talking about responsibility in God's eyes for his entire household I think he's talking about within his household being blamed for stuff that's not his fault yes. is that, is that exactly. what you mean Tony that's exactly what I'm talking about but again you know how we go to the left so we went heavy on it,
0: which I understand,
1: <laughs> you know, but, but, but to, to to Stan's point, you know, Darren still had to check his wife. Exactly. You didn't
7: act a fool. You didn't say, oh, like some man who says, okay, it's my responsibility and the woman can say whatever it is, but I'm still going to take it. No, no, no. You, as a man, be smart about it and say, you know what, I'm not going to act this way. But still remind your wife, you have to act a certain way with me, too. You want me to respect you? Fine. But hey, respect has to go both ways. I respect you because you're my wife, but you got to respect me as your husband. And next time we we'll have a problem, like you said, please don't blast me. Please come to me as your wife and calm yourself down and come to me and talk to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or yeah, else he, we're didn't, walk
1: in, yeah, he yeah. didn't walk in saying, it's my fault. I take it, it's my fault. Whatever happened is my fault.
7: Exactly. He didn't say
1: that. He didn't say that. <laughs>
7: he didn't say that. She tried to either. say that to him. She but, tried but, to say that way, to him. The, the,
5: but what, I'm, what I am saying, even though the things, what what um what Andrew was trying to say is the things that happened, even though I was, weren't there, it, I had to take responsibility for it to put it under control. Now, if I had a, if I have no responsibility of what happened in my house, I can care less what she's talking about, but it's still my responsibility to get that house back into control and under control, even if things took place when I weren't when I wasn't there. So yeah, it's still my responsibility. I didn't I didn't come in there raising blades and talking about it. ain't my fault? Shut up! Or hey, don't be blaming me. I mean, I, no, that's a cop out. I agree with you.
7: That's a cop-out. But you didn't do the other thing that you didn't do, and I respect you as a man, is you didn't say to your w- wife nothing when she tried to disrespect you and put you down and say, you look at her like that, and you told her and you checked her and saying, no, that's not my my, my thing also. If you're going to treat right. me good. You're going to treat me good. I'm going to take responsible for whatever in the house, but don't get it twisted as a woman yeah. that you just think that you're not going to talk to me anyway,
1: as a man right. too. Right. Hey Tony, what were you give us what are you talking about? Give give me an example of what it is you are thinking about. No, no, no. It's you, big enough you know, that you You know what you know what? I'm thinking about something that you said. It's funny that you're saying this. I'm thinking about something that you said. So I want to give that, that an example. So you said, right, that you feel as though you do a hundred percent, right? A hundred percent of your ability. You said that earlier, right? So what Mm -hmm. if you're doing your 100% of your ability and there's still a problem? Whose fault is it? I can explain to you exactly how I deal with that. I I have a real problem with anybody. I don't care who it is yelling at me if I'm doing the best that I can. So we're already going to have a problem right there from the beginning. Um. You can talk to me like you, you know. You can talk to me like you got some sense, and then we can discuss it. But sure. I, I, I immediately have a, have a problem if I'm trying my best and my wife has something negative to say to me about something, mm. anything. Mm. So, so then, so then, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. So, so that's that's the first thing. So, I and mean, then, so what what, you, what, what? what do you want to know after that? Well, see, and that and that's my point too. So if I feel as though I'm doing a hundred percent of what I can do, and I'm doing my part to the best of my ability, but yet I'm still being blamed for something else that's going on, and nothing in particular. I'm just saying something else is going on. That's what's stressing me out.
5: Just okay. Like give, you, me so a, give, me just, give me an example. Give me an example of what something else is.
1: We're just talking in general. I don't have an example for you. We're just talking in general. But I know it happens more in more marriages than, than many. And I know that you also deal with it as well, too, because you just said, you know, you came home to a house that was in chaos. There's something that happened, and you had nothing to do with it. Right. But you accepted the blame. And she gave you the blame and said, you're at fault because this is she got this from you. Right. So if she got this from you, then her claim is legitimate. But what if she didn't?
5: well i mean when you when when uh like I said earlier when they speak out of emotion every i mean it's a, it was about twenty things at one time came from that one i mean twenty things that happened that didn't all happen at the, on the same night it was just a a recurrence of i mean not a recurrence but uh over time stuff stuff had happened, and she was bringing it all up, and I'm like, look, you're having twenty different conversations in your head. And you're asking me the questions and you're answering them negatively and you're answering them as if I'm saying that and I'm not. And you're hyping yourself up even more. So what I had to do, I just had to get all those thoughts and put them in one cup. Now, is it my fault that she holds all that stuff against whatever happened in the past? No, that's just something that she has to get over. But it, but her reaction Or her responses is going to be be based off the reaction or the answers that I give her back. Now, if I react, since I am the head, she's going to follow my lead most of the time. She's going to follow my lead, but my point, my job is to do my job. My business is not how she treats me. My business is how I treat her. It's up to her to line up to the way I treat her. You can't keep on slapping somebody that ain't going to fight you back. You can't keep on arguing against a brick wall. You have to maintain your course and speed and everything else lined up if you're straight. If you're straight and narrow, then everything behind you is going to be straight and narrow. But if you're all over the place, mm. you're going to have a problem with the rest of mm. your tail. Mm. 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 And is that taking okay. responsibility? Yes, that's taking the lead and the responsibility and getting everything in order. Did I? Let's say I got a friend who, who, you know, his wife was, you know, molested and all these other things, and it's a high rate of guys that are married to women that were molested as children. I'm sorry to say I got to say that. That's number one. That comes with a ton of issues, a ton of issues, that none of that was our fault. But we're going to have to deal with all of that chaos that came with that and a lot of it is you're not going to be able to see it on the first or second week or the first or second date and then when that come at you it's a stress factor because i got a i got a couple of a couple of her family members coming over and uh for a christmas party in a couple of weeks and i really don't want to be there because they start talking about the past and they get the they get frustrated and and the heads in their their her sister's families don't check them their the women but I check my wife because I'm like, look, you're not married into that, you married to me and we don't run and operate like that. But it's still an issue I gotta deal with even though I didn't touch it. Even though I haven't I wasn't nothing I had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. So saying no, it's not your fault that she does that stuff, but you do have to take a responsibility and and, and organize it all in her brain for her. Because she been dealing with Crazy dudes, or you know, birds is flocking together. They dealing with all her family issues and and all these things. But then when you and and past dude, guess what? You either got to deal with the last dude who cheated on her. Every time you go to the store, you got to be where you going. You you got to deal with. You may have to deal with that kind of stuff too.
7: Yeah, but but yeah. you think after a while as a man, also you got to tell her as a man, it's either you trust me or not. And if you have a trust issue and you and the woman still feels in her mind and you have, as a husband show her every way possible that you're not cheating, you're being faithful, and she keeps on questioning you to the point that she's freaking out,
5: you got to tell her you need to go get some professional sometimes, help some, and
7: resolve that.
5: Some, sometimes, you, sometimes you don't even need to say nothing. All you got to do is walk right. And if you're walking right, she got to follow you walking right period. And she got to follow the, co- the tone of the conversation because you're leading the tone as a man. You're leading the co- tone of the conversation as well.
7: Yeah, but how many men do you know that did those things lead the tone? And the woman still doesn't trust, say, I want your cell, I want your Facebook, I want your email, I want everything, and call
5: and call and call. And you look I'm, not at this man, about, it, I'm not talking about over-the-top crazy women. I'm talking about women that you saw fit to marry and you saw fit to say, you know what, I can kind of mold this type of uh, uh, Clay, I can do something with this. You got to give me something to work with first. You can't turn uh, a Halle Berry from a Grace Jones. It ain't possible. Just give me somewhere close in the ballpark, and then I can fix the rest. So God give me the energy to 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 kind of guide the rest and help me with this piece, Cause I can. Work but you know what I'm it. not hearing.
1: But you and, know what I'm not hearing. And maybe and maybe it's just me. I'm not hearing her role in any of it.
7: Exactly, and, and I'm not hearing the, the thing like I always keep on saying. As a husband or as a wife, your responsibility is to make somebody
5: special, not her role, to make them happy. Her role, her role is to submit to me. My role is to love her, period. Now, if I take my role seriously, she's going to take her role seriously. Now, it's supposed to be her taking her role seriously regardless if I'm in my role or not. Vice versa, I'm supposed to continue to love her even if she's not taking her role seriously but guess what if i'm taking my role seriously it's going to remind her that oh wait a minute you know what my role is to submit so that i see what he's doing now i feel foolish for getting all out of character that's mm. the goal hey, hey the mm. one thing
1: tony the one thing tony said was that that bothers him is that at least okay that it bothers him that, that, yeah at least is that can can you yeah. run with that statement
0: yeah, he
5: can run with it because that's growth when he's not bothered by it no more. I he learned how to step, you know, learn his role and then show her how to follow him, and then it's going to become less stressful. Yeah, it, heck yeah, it was stressful for me to take all those shots when she was talking that trash to me. When I know her kids is way jacked up and mine is not half as jacked up as her. I, could, I had a whole bunch of gun blades and, 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 and bullets to fire back at her, but I didn't use none of that. Because I love her, and if I if I operate in love, then it it it's no retaliation in love. So if I'm doing it right, and I'm not retaliating, then guess what? She has to line up. And even if she don't line up at the time, I can't get out of line, or I can't get out of position. Okay, and, I'm, well, I, and, I guess, and that's
1: growth and development. I, <laughs> I guess more more specifically, my question is: Is there anything wrong with the statement for any married man? I'm sick and tired of this inconsistency. I'm sick I'm sick and tired of taking the blame and her coming at me and I ain't even done anything
5: wrong. No, like wrong with that but how many times how many times when you say, I'm sick and tired of it, but then the first thing you want to do is stop communicating? How many mm-hmm. times men do men don't just stop talking? You know what? The first step, the first step to me getting out of this exit route or taking this exit route is I ain't talking to her no more because she's stupid. The second step for me to, to you know, I'm gonna get me a side piece because everything perpetuates off the last thing. If you make one step towards the enemy, you're gonna make another step towards the enemy. It yeah,
7: a lot of but 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 you have to understand a lot of husbands don't don't believe of being honest with their wife because a lot of husbands don't want to hear the wife basically yakking up and say and not having if you have a wife that trusts honestly and tells you from the beginning I want our marriage to be based on honesty and the husband's gonna test it and say oh yeah okay I'm gonna see if you are
5: truthful if you are you, truthful and, hey and, Sam, and, check and, this out let me ask you something do, do you know the do you, do you know the one thing that chaps my behind every time my wife do it, and she's been doing it ever since we've been married. And this, this, in my mind, it gives me leeway 100% to just leave her alone and just leave her in the dust and go just divorce her in a carnal mind. my it The thing that she does that irks me the most is she said, you better go get them kids. They just did A, B, C, D, D, F, G. And I say, okay, all right. I talked to them, and I couldn't get them to understand, and this and that, and they talked back to me, so you need to go get them before I go crazy on them. Okay, I got it. I go in there, I began talking to them, and as I'm making my point, she wants to jump in, hey, let me add what I had to say earlier. No, you're done. Don't jump in mm-hmm. when I'm talking. They all, You already had your shot. You came and got mm-hmm. me, so don't jump mm-hmm. in when I'm talking to them and chastising them. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm sorry. You're right. You have told me that a billion times before. Guess mm-hmm. what she do the next time? She does it again. But and,
7: I, it's, I, come huh? and it's your job as a man to keep on reminding. Don't don't
5: go
0: there again. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's my
7: job
5: as a man to,
7: com,
0: to to
5: continue to communicate that to her. You know what most men do? They stop they talking.
7: And of course, and like I said, they don't stop talking because they truly believe. Most men, I'm telling you, we all know men in shop that says things in barbershops that stays in the barbershop. And we all look at those men and say, how come you not talk to your wife the way you're talking to us in the barbershop? Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? You want me to die? You, you really
5: want me to die, Stanley?
7: Are you crazy? But listen, listen.
5: But, but, but I talk to my wife like I talk at the barbershop. The way I talk to y'all is the way I, I am mean, in church. Is the way I am at home. It's the way I am with my children. It's no different.
0: It's but no different. I mean, and guess what? Maybe, and, maybe it, that's I, the I, reason
5: I, that you have a
7: great marriage, because I'm sorry. I wish all men could do the same thing you are, but trust me now In my barbershop, not a lot of men could do what you're doing, of being honest mm-hmm. with their wife saying, you know what, I'm going to be honest with you. Do not talk to me that way without having the woman yap at him. How dare
5: you talk to me that way? Do you know who I am? And the man doesn't want to hear that.
6: No, 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 no.
5: Listen, now, I'm not saying speak to her untactfully. I'm saying everything has to come with respect. Now, even though even even though, though I'm pissed off my and my heart is racing, I'm stressed out and I'm mad and I'm tired, I just got off of 12 hours of working, I still have to treat her with respect in what I'm saying, even though she just disrespected me. So that's what gets a woman that a man can, well, I believe in my woman, that's what gets her that, you know, Hey, I can't believe he can be calm in this in this storm. I can't believe he can be calm, and I just gave him the business.
1: Mm.
7: Mm. I agree. That you're supposed to be the rock of the family,
1: right? Good word. And and, and 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 that's fine. And I'm gonna leave it at that. We're gonna yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not even gonna challenge that because it sounds real
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. No, it's good. It's good. It's good.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, my situation is just a little bit different because I've been accused of stuff that I don't even know that I've done. You know what I'm saying? And And I get it. At the end of the day, I just got to suck it up and just sweep it under the rug or whatever the case may be. But it can wear you down after a while. You know, when every time something goes wrong, it's always your fault, your fault, your fault. And you did nothing to contribute to any of the problems. You see what I'm saying? And my point is, you have to, if you're in a situation, whether it's a relationship or a marriage, if something went wrong, you played some role in it. Whether you were too quiet, whether you were too loud, whether you were... Too disrespectful, or you weren't respectful enough. You played some role in it, and just address your role. That's the only thing. Your role
5: saying. that you played in it was marry her. That's your role.
1: You already got to accept that when you said I do, and when you asked her her. No, and, see, and marry see, me. see, The wrong thing, the wrong thing, right now for you to do is textbook me.
5: No, no, no. I'm That's not textbook. Because I'm textbook saying any man, man that marries any man that marries a woman she don't come with a set of instructions so this ain't no textbook you married you married every last one of us married a problem okay so they already had those problems through whether it be through past men in their relationships finances uh... their upbringing or whatever we married that it was just up to us to research what we actually had up under that cover or up under that rug you talking about we swept everything under after we had a taste of that booty nothing else mattered at that point. Let's just tell the truth. After we no. had it and <laughs> hit it and get it to it, okay, That you know what? I, I'll i find out those other things later on, but right now I'm about to, you know, we're going to wipe this.
1: Yeah, don't place too much on the booty because, you know, you already had the booty. It's not like you didn't have it and you were trying to get it. You already had it. You've been down that road. So that's not really a factor. <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. you know not at this that. point. not at this
5: point. you talking about that, see, not at the see. later
1: that. point. It's not. When I'm – but what I'm saying is, and I and I understand what you're saying, this textbook answer you're giving me. But within a relationship, you can talk to the single guys, the married guys, you still have a responsibility to say what your role is. You just can't put it all off on the man because that's convenient because of what his role is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. After you know, a while it ties you down.
0: Yeah, Go ahead. And and and, I mean, and
7: and as a and I think as a leader, you do need to tell your she needs to take responsibility because you don't want to have a wife that takes no responsibility of her action. Well, she basically she's basically saying that hey, without you, there's nothing I could do. And I'm like, no, no, no. There's many things you could do. I'm adding something in your life. I'm something more in your life, but responsibility is your thing. You're supp- you are supposed to be responsible with my kids and things like that. Well, she's going to be like, "Oh, well, You know, sorry, I didn't know what I needed to do with the kids because you were in there.
0: Yeah. You you know
1: what I think in marriage nowadays, and I think it's a a broken spirit to have, um, whether it be in marriage or whether it be in business. Um, Now, there's nothing wrong with taking responsibility, but I I almost to a particular degree um, at this point will almost feel a degree of hate. I, I can't stand that blame has to be assigned when you have two people that are just trying to do the best and the right thing. If something goes wrong, we don't have to identify blame before we move forward. It was mm-hmm. probably just a mistake. It's nothing short. Sure. You know why do we gotta why do we gotta identify blame before we can move forward? That's to me extraordinarily dysfunctional,
0: and that's really sure. the
1: problem in a lot of marriages. Is that spirit of blame? We have to make sure we identify who caused it first. So they can receive that full glory of blame, and then then move
0: forward. You oh, <laughs> <Wait a
5: minute.
1: laughs> got
6: a point
5: though. He's wait a, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me tell you something, man. Now, if you want to identify, let's say if it's her fault. I've tried that before. Hey, this is clearly your fault. You can't accept responsibility. Da 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 da. That never blows over well at all. No, you can I'm, I'm, never... saying,
1: I'm saying I'm saying there's no reason to do that. If it went wrong, I mean, identify, okay, that it went wrong so, you know, you can address fixing it, but we don't need to make sure that we properly assign the blame before we move Okay,
5: forward. right, 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 exactly. Okay,
1: I heard you wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, so my wife so... does that. Oh, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. No, you finish, finish. Please. Yeah, no, So so if my wife does that, and it bothers me when she does that to me. It bothers me when she does that to the children. I can't, I can't stand that. I, I like literally almost hate that. I hate that at work, and that's a, um, you know, and, and, and within my marriage, I don't stand for that. We'll be stuck right there. Mm. Mm. So you get what I'm saying. So he, yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. So and and and, and like Malcolm, I'ma say. Okay, there's a problem. Let's just fix it. Forget about all the other it, the details. Let's fix it. And she'll say, well, no, we have to get to the root of it, and you have to talk about your responsibility and what you did. What? I ain't going to do none of that. If, we, if, I, if I agree to fix it, then let's move forward towards fixing it. We don't have to relive what happened. Let's just try to move just,
6: forward.
5: But why don't you just say, okay, go ahead and address what – what you feel like the problem is, because we gonna move forward, with, whether you wanna linger here or not. So let me get out. All, Cause a lot of times women just want to talk, and they just want to be heard. And and if you just let them vent, and 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 don't respond, then you say, okay, is that over with? You know, because now I wanna move forward. And and you take you taking a lot of shots in in that in that in that speech that she's giving that three hour sure. speech. But sure. at the same time, at the end of the day, it's really not. Nothing she's just saying but Vinny, and sometimes you just want to get it all out, and I, I do not experience that. Let, let, go ahead and get it out, you know, because I'm not going to tell her that I'm just not going to be a bump on a log and just going to listen to it. I'm not going to tell her that. I'm not going to say that out loud, but in actuality, I'm just really just watching her be crazy. Be, or just mm-hmm. venting. You can go ahead and vent because I don't know what you're talking about. And you you talking about stuff that happened twenty years ago. You talking mm-hmm. about stuff that happened in your past relationship. You are talking about them kids that I, you know that I didn't have with you. Uh, you talking about everything. And then at the end of the day, I can't respond to. It's nothing I can say to fix that in your head. So I'm gonna let you keep talking until you finish. And then when you say I'm done, then I can say let's move on. Hey,
0: check
1: mm-hmm. I can, I can tell you why. I don't do that or why I don't want to do that. It's because that's not the type of marriage that I want. And if I'm responsible for my marriage, I can't roll with that.
5: You can't roll with letting her vent?
1: No, because that's not what I want. I mean, if it's an issue, I don't need her to sit up there and spray blame all over the place because that's what she needs inside. You need to Mm -hmm. fix that. Let's not know. Mm -hmm. We're bigger than that. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to do anything wrong within this marriage and you're not trying to do anything wrong with it in this marriage. Somehow, some way something happened and it's just a daily event. There's no reason to make it there's no reason to make me dislike you behind this event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so and so I think what can be useful in that situation is if you're gonna vent, make it a productive vent. Exactly. Don't make it a blameful a blameful finger pointing vent. Make it a productive. Say, this is what I'm going through. This is what I don't like. You know what I mean? Keep it general. This is what I don't like, and this this is what I would like to see change.
5: No, they won't. They, it won't they won't say They will not say that because it'll make it look like to them that they are crazy. So, what to make them not crazy? It has to be a responsibility to somebody else that did that to them to make them feel that way. So that's why I call it just venting. And it ain't it ain't attached to you. It ain't attached to nothing else. It's just on her heart. She wants to just talk. And this is what I learned because she told me that. Because I was trying to, she said, look, you are a fixer. You're trying to fix me. I don't need you to fix me. I just need you to listen. And then I am like, But well, what you're saying is not wrong. It doesn't matter if it's wrong or not. Just listen. Okay, okay what? hold on now, hold on now. 1st we you're going to get this right. Because you ain't going to talk to me like that. And then after we'll get that established, now I'm going to listen to you because all you want to do is talk so I'll just sit here and, 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 and listen to you. Now, after I sit there and listen to her, it still didn't make no sense to me, but who who cares? It didn't matter to her. It was just the fact that I listened to her like she asked me to.
1: Yeah, but don't be an accused. And every
5: conversation we have before we start, I say, okay, uh, is this a conversation or are you venting? No, I'm just venting right now. Okay. And she's all over the place, and it's amazing because she's thinking about she's saying thirty thousand things at one time, and, and I'm just listening, I'm laughing, and 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 I'm listening and I'm laughing. I'm like, man, she is crazy, but I'm just
1: listening.
0: Mm. And
5: after she finished, she's straight.
1: So, if if anybody's got anything else on that, I want to change directions right quick. I got a um, little man grandson turning three o'clock, I mean, turning three this weekend. And something that I haven't really let get to me is starting to stress me just a little bit. And that's the piece that we're dealing with on the police brutality thing that's going on right now. And I'm thinking about him more and more, what kind of life, he's going to have when he's a young black male um, trying to make his way through life? And is it going to be ready for him? Um, Are times going to change? Are these issues going to be addressed so he doesn't have to go through or he doesn't have to live through the kind of fear that some of us have to live through or the the intimidation that some of us have had to deal with? Um, So that struck me a little bit. And, and, and I was actually thinking about going to D C um Saturday and um and marching. You know, you know, um not like protest but you get out there with the people and you march and say, okay, well you know, something has to change. You know, and and that's and again I haven't really I tried to avoid it as much as possible, but when I think about a young man growing up, it's stressing me a little bit. Am I the only one?
3: No. <laughs> no yeah, I'll speak I for me. Um, I'll speak for me. And I have a, my son is two and a half. Um, but, I mean, honestly, you know, with these things that go on in our society and in our culture, um, I have no fear at all for my son. That you know some of these things can happen to' them. I see it the- I see it similarly to um people dying in car accidents um, there there's numerous ways numerous things that can happen to us, and I try to you know not necessarily live in a spirit of fear um but I'll say that you know these things these unfortunate um tragedies what they are um honestly it doesn't stress me for him at all um if anything i worry more about you know him getting snatched up on the sidewalk or something like that because that actually it was an attempt on my street um several years back and uh you know my my community is uh pretty pretty safe you know and uh, but literally you know a little girl you know was walking down the street from school and you know a van pulled up tried to snatch her and thankfully you know she got away so you know if i worry at all you know it's about things like that but as far as the um incidents you know with the uh, law enforcement um in my job i actually work with law enforcement on a lot of levels um they're my partner so you know i know there's some good guys uh, most of them actually are good and it's just a handful of uh, bad apples um So, you know, with these events, uh, unfortunate um, events that keep occurring in our society, I I never for a moment think about, you know, um, my son. However, I will teach him, as my father taught me, you know, as soon as I started driving, you know, how to conduct myself, you know, in the event of a traffic stop. And, you know, and and, and it's helped me, you know, and uh, give a quick example and then I'll shut up. Um, In 2012, I was stopped on three separate occasions in three different rental cars, three different times of the day, three different months of the year of 2012 by the same cop. Now, you ask me, you know, how is this possible? Some people believe me. Some people don't. But I was stopped three times in a calendar year by the same cop in the same spot in three different rental cars. Um, And each time, you know, the first time I was in violation, I was uh, speeding and tailgating a little bit. So, you know, we talked, and, um, you know, again, I was totally compliant, had all my license and registration, rental car paperwork out. And, you know, I was totally compliant. He asked me where I was going. I was going in there for work. You know, told him what I did, you know, blase, blase. He asked me to get out of the car. You know, he patted my pockets a little bit. You know, he didn't really, you know, tell me to get on the ground or turn around, you know. And then I sat in the uh, passenger seat of his uh, cruiser while he ran my license. And, of course, you know, I'm a square peg, so nothing came back. And we proceeded to talk about, you know, what I do, what he does, and we laughed it off. And the second and third time, you know, when he stopped me, I mean, I literally, I remembered him. Uh, I remembered our interaction for the first time. And when he rolled up on me, this, you know, in the second and third time, I was not in violation. Um, I was not doing anything wrong because I was just like, you know, I, I didn't want to get stopped anymore. But, you know, he stopped me. And, uh, you know, the second and third time, I was like, bro, dude, you stopped me again, man. What's up? You know, that, that's, that was my response to him. Like, yo, this is the second time, this is the third time, and this is a true story. But each time, fellas, um, each time, you know, um, he let me off with a verbal warning. There's no record of the stop. Um, you know, and I told my father, you know, about it. And I was actually on the phone with him, uh, I think, the first one of the stops I was on the phone with him, and I had the phone on speaker, you know, for the uh, you can't can't hold your cell phone these days. You got to be on Bluetooth or on speaker. And the rental car didn't have Bluetooth, so I had it on speaker. Um, but he was uh, he was pretty livid, you know, about you know the fact that I've been stopped multiple times by the same uh, you know gentleman. And uh, you know, it was I was like, "What did he gave you, Rodney?" Oh, uh, the first time was uh, speeding. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the first time when you was in violation. I'm oh, it was, was nothing. It thing. was nothing. It was nothing because after you stopped me. I was like, "Don't you remember me?" And I gave him my business card. He was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right, all right." We well, take it easy, man. You know, so it was no—I was not in violation. Mm. And I mean, that's well, just the reality. You, I, it I you know. Work, it. I was DWB driving while black. Okay. I mean, as mm. simple as that. I mean, it is a you know, like I said, I had a rental car out of state tax you know, it is what it is, you know, so I I know that, um, just no, you know, no question about that, however, you know, he was, when we talked, I mean, the, the, it was not hostile, I was compliant, I did what I was supposed to do, and it is what it is, but I told my father, and he was just like, man, you, you need to get his badge number, you need to, you know, file a, a report, and I was like, Pops, Nah, man, this is out of state. I don't have time to come down here and you know fight these charges and do this stuff. I don't have time for that. And plus, the dude didn't write me up, so I was just like, it is what it is. This is the unfortunate, you know, reality that we have to deal with. But it didn't bother me as much as it bothered him. You know, he was like, You need to
0: fight it and, you know I'm like, Nah, I'm good but man. Most people
5: that get stopped, they're not gonna become if they especially if that's a second and third time and it's nothing wrong. And they feel like they got the right to speak what's on their heart. A lot of times so they don't know the they don't know the law to to back the cop off. And if you was sure. I guarantee you now I don't understand if you was in violation of speeding, then why would you have to get out of your car and let him pack down your pockets? At that moment, most people would be already livid to the point where, well, what do I do? Why you got to pack my pockets? What did I? I was speeding. Give me a speeding ticket and let me go and about my business. It doesn't require me to get out of the car and you to pat me down and me to sit in your patrol car. You trying to piss me off? See, and and we as a people of color already, we already got a bitterness towards being, you know, uh, towards this 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 uh, discrimination anyway. So with all yeah, I so, don't know,
1: I mean I so, don't. So, what what your father does, right? He that's does. why he's mad, and and you know <laughs> yeah. why? Because he, he grew seen firsthand. Exactly, uh-huh. he he <laughs> seen it firsthand, right yeah. in the face. So so yeah. mm-hmm. so for him, he's like he doesn't he doesn't want that for his son, just like you don't want that for your son, and I don't want that for my grandson. Right. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? So and 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 guess what? I don't want that for Darren's son or somebody across the across the the the, the country's son either. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's what's happening now. Is where we 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 we, we thinking about home, but it goes beyond home. When you see somebody you
0: get, a question,
1: Go ahead.
5: Do you think that marching with the people? um it's going to actually get heard by someone who's going to change something or do you think that they're going to be like get out of my way you guys are blocking up
1: 395 maybe maybe um, it might not do anything it might, it it, might it, it 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 might have that effect okay hurry up and get this thing over with so we can go back to our day cuz nobody's watching right nobody's paying attention But maybe somebody is paying attention. But it's not about that. It's about how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? If I sit back and I'm feeling a certain way but I do nothing, I may feel worse by doing nothing. If I at least get out there and say, okay, well, let me, you know, and again, I may not have a chance to do it because of work and because of the birthday and all that good stuff. But what I'm saying is on my heart right now that something has to be done. And if we don't get out in numbers, and just show presence that we are tired of it. Then it's gonna keep happening.
5: Well, they didn't they block off three ninety five a couple of weeks ago.
0: Mm hmm. Yep.
5: They blocked the whole. They blocked the whole interstate off. Nothing happened. Who did the police not saying, Huh? Who did? And
0: it, it's for who, the who same purpose that
5: you're talking about. The same We're purpose. Protesters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the protest. Oh, the yeah, they blocked
5: the whole they blocked whole three ninety five off and 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 I've been down I've been walking down to D C, and I've seen, I see I walk past the White House and people outside with signs and doing whatever they doing and I don't even know what they were saying. All I know is they were just a bunch of people getting arrested. And you yelling at okay, so the White House like the president going to look out and say, "What are them people doing over there?" You know. So I mean, how? Go out here and talk How do you
1: feel? Yeah, but how how do you feel about standing up for your rights and protesting? How do you feel about that?
5: I do. I feel the same way, but I I think that certain things are not going to make a difference. I really do. I really don't think that you know I, certain things that we do is looked upon as being foolish by the people who can make the decisions. I believe because. Sure. Four ninety three ninety five being blocked off should have did something.
1: Right gotcha. away.
5: Gotcha.
1: Sure. And it didn't do anything. But how do you know that? So just so because did you find this that, weekend,
5: you on this weekend and do it again.
1: But what I'm saying is, do, do you know whether the ball is being pushed along? Somebody's saying, Okay, now we gotta figure out too many too many people are out here, too many demonstrators, do we need I mean, so do you think that the history of demonstrating, the history of mark picketing, and the history of protesting absolutely meant nothing?
5: The period. only time it means something is when you got a million-plus black people organized. And the last time it meant something is when Martin Luther King did the million-man march, and it's actually a million-something people showed up.
1: You mean Martin Luther King or Louis I mean, Sparey not Martin
5: Luther King, but uh, uh, what's his name? My Louis Farrakhan. Louis
3: Farrakhan. I don't think he had a million either. I don't think he had a million uh,
5: Okay, and and but um, I'm did you go to that? Did you go to that? Did you go to that?
1: Millionaire May March?
3: No, I was in Barbara. I did. Yeah, I you did. went,
1: Rodney. I Rodney, did not. You
3: didn't go either. You no, there? my father oh, went. Okay. Yeah, my father went. Well,
1: well, well, I went. I I was there the whole day, and that 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 right there. So you couldn't tell anybody about how you felt when you were there. You just had to go. That's one of them things. You know what I'm saying? But again, if we don't get out... See, if it was your son that that happened to you, you'd be out there marching. Whether you thought it was going to do good or not, you would be out there trying to get it stopped so it wouldn't be the next person's son. So you got to figure out... You got to feel the way the person who... who, The people who are originating this thing, what they're going through. Just like Rodney's father. Rodney's father's like, I'm sick and tired of it. Now it's my son? No, something's got to be done. You have to... Get the name. You got, you got to get the badge number. You got to stand up. You got to fight this thing. That's what it's about. Okay. So just imagine what, if what, just, just imagine what, if nobody did anything. If everybody just went back in their house, nobody marched, nobody protested, and they said, "Hey, it's all fine and good. Don't worry about it. We're well, all
5: right with it." Go ahead. A lot of I, I believe our culture is bad at playing chess, and a game that we have to learn to win at is chess, and the game that they're playing is chess. So, we gotta get good at playing with their plan now, like you said before, where's your lawyer if my If that happened to my son, I'll be addressing the problem directly. I wouldn't be going to, to to the white house I'll have me a a good lawyer, and I'll make sure that I'm addressing the 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 situation in in my uh personal life because that's the only i'm I'm going after that cop who did that to my son. I'm going to the courts. I'm going to the lawyer. I'm going to go to civil court. I'm going. I'm not going down to D.C. right now. But if y'all want to come at this courthouse where this thing is taking place, that's when it's going to have some effect outside of there. But it ain't going to have no effect on blocking people who got to go to work on three ninety five. You ain't going to do nothing but piss a whole lot of people off.
1: But listen, listen, listen. What? See, here's what I'm hearing, and here's what it's not about you. When you say. Okay, I'm no, gonna go say, get a lawyer so, because it's my son. It's not. No, a, it's you no if lawyer. it was my
5: son, you said if it was my yes. son, what would I be doing? I would feel like compelled to do something, and I'm telling you that something that I would do is go to the court, get my lawyer, and have a trial and make it right.
1: But again, like I'm saying, at, at, at that point, it's no longer just about you and your son. Now the community gets involved, and you would want the community to get involved, wouldn't you?
5: I would I would love for the community to show up in the courts
1: and support me.
5: Yes, I would. But I'm not okay. going down on three ninety five to support some other cause that nobody's looking at. Well
1: that that's the, the same whole call. point in that. Yeah, the whole point of it is awareness. And if they can get it popping in every single city or every single state, then they have to be heard and that's the objective. it's it's, it's just awareness. It's just awareness at, got at it. this point.
5: I got it. But I just don't well. My beliefs is my belief. I just don't think that sure, sure, that's, sure, the, sure, sure, that's sure. how that's how you i don't think that's the fix for that problem
1: okay so, well, so what, what do you do they, think you just attacked one the the one cop that did
5: it? No, I believe that like they did in ferguson it was it at that trial it was so many people at that trial, and at each trial at uh and I think that it was it was like that for the ones that was just publicized or just, you know, that that was um that was on TV. But we gotta go to all of the ones. If if somebody gets shot over in Texas or California, the same people you know you guys came over here to support me when I my son when I went to court with this cop and my son, I'll be on my way to California to support you in the court. When is when is you know, when it's your time to go to court with your son. And then that wouldn't make
1: do... that wouldn't make a difference because all these high profile situations they flooded they flooded with people. So it's how so you think going to make
5: what's going to make a difference by going downtown and blocking off three ninety five or just walking down the street with four people?
1: they are probably instill some level of rules, some level of checks and balances. It, it, some there's going to be a change in some form of fashion, and that's all they can hope for because they can't really change that that scared
0: cop that scared of black people.
5: I heard a white you lady are. say on a I heard a white lady say on the news the other day. I was looking at it, it as a, uh, a Facebook uh, page or uh, something somebody shared, and she said, "If the black people wanted to change something, all they got to do is kill a white police officer, or a young white dude, and then now we're gonna see if that black man go to jail or get let off. Switch the roles, and and I believe that through the power of media or through the psychosis of people who think that let's change some stuff if they if anybody get that notion of the nat turner we probably got to edit this out but if anybody get that nat turner nerd notion and say look i'm tired of this that's it's going to be some changes but if it doesn't change through all this protesting and blocking off roads and all this it's going to be something drastic and it's going to be something that no one wants at that point now i don't agree with it but that's what is going. To, that's what a frustration is leaving certain people, especially the ones who had, you know, this this other lady. Her son just got shot. He twelve years old. He had a toy gun, and she tried to go to see him on the street, and and they blocked her from even picking up her twelve year old son, or I think it was ten or twelve, but. However, it was horrific. This 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 other guy, he got shot in his driveway. we looking in his trunk, and somebody called the police and said, "I think somebody's breaking into my neighbor's car." And it was the man that lives, in, and he, they shot twelve times at him, and he never had anything. So all these incidents, it's just con- continued to to pile up. It's continuing to pile up, and I don't know if protesting is going to solve any. Where's issues. it pointing
1: to? Where where, where where where's it pointing to? Where are all these incidents pointing to?
5: They talk. They, they're pointing to the the brutality of the people that's in, uh, in
1: authority. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, so, so you so got you, have, you, have you got a choice. You either go shoot shoot, back, shoot back, at them, back at them, or you protest, or you do nothing. Period. And
3: you just let the okay. system stay the way that it is because it's broken. You let the broken system stay broken.
6: No, nah, I, I, mean, I don't. know
3: about. I don't know about doing nothing because, like I say, I mean, my father taught me how to how to act. So that's you know that's what we need to be doing because by all accounts, you know, both of the situations, no matter whether you want to talk about you know Mike Brown or Eric Garner, God bless their young, God rest their souls, but it started with. Uh, an altercation or confrontation. Sure. Sure. And that's the piece right there where if I tell my son, like, comply, the the police officer is in authority, he has a weapon. So, like, that's what I'm going to teach my son, just like my father taught me. And, again, three times, it could have went – you know, you never knock. Y'all could be well, watching for
5: me. Rodney, well, let me ask you this. What about the black police officer just, just got shot by his own fellow police officer? They thought he was a criminal.
3: I mean, but you're going to have cases That's like that. The, the thing That's is that, it. yeah, I mean, you're going to have, we're, 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 we're flawed humans. You know, they are going yeah, to be mistakes on that me. part. You're going to have mistakes, you know, in, uh, um, in, in uh, uh, results of, of trials and these sort of things. I mean, it's, we're not perfect. So you've got to realize that you know these things are not going to work themselves out to perfection 100% of the time. You're going to have errors. You have people on death row right now that, you know, they're releasing. You see you see stories all the time. They're releasing folks after spending years in jail that they were the wrong person.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's, it's it's going to be inequities, you know, all over the place because we're flawed humans. We're not going to have perfection, you know, when it comes to our, you know, justice system. Mm. But at the minimum, like I say, I mean, what, you know, going back to what we should do, like, that's what I'm going to teach my son. Like you don't disrespect authority, period.
1: Hey, and, and Rodney, but, I, but, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, well, go ahead. Cause I'm a kind of throw a monkey wrench out there real quick. So, oh, go ahead.
0: So, yeah. Geez. Go ahead. So I,
1: mm-hmm. but, okay. I'm, I'm in absolute agreement with, with, with the, the line of what you just said, Rodney. And a lot to me, and, and Darren, you said you mentioned the word check. I can't imagine in 2014 uh, is as clear and cut as uh, what happened in New York. That was just uh, that can only be racism, in my opinion. But that's yeah. not the big problem in the black community. <laughs> we have way bigger problems that we can use a movement to fix than than in <laughs>
0: 2014,
1: where majority of the country is not racist to have a movement against racism. I personally believe that Martin Luther King and others would be offended that we're going after racism before going after our poor and uneducated and trying to get their mentality corrected. Because so that's mm. the, to me, that's the cause of this fear. I, I don't even think it's racism as much as fear of a thug, you know, fear and suspicion of a thug. We got to fix, we should fix that. And I think it would work out the, the minuscule racism that still exists, um, in this country yeah but but again, the brother got pulled over the college educated
0: professional
1: <laughs> brother got pulled over by the same cop three times. There was no education lapse there, there was no no uh, I, I uh, no 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 no, but you but know what I'm saying that, but, no, I agree, I agree, but that police officer probably suspected. He was the poor and 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 uneducated. They put—they're not just pulling over black people. They're pulling over somebody that they hope is doing something wrong. And nine times out of ten, where I'm from at least, the poor and uneducated are wrong in some form of fashion. I'm talking young black men. Well, they, well, that case may, and, and 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 again, you're right. But the last two cases. The mm-hmm. Brown case and the Garner case. So the Brown case, he was definitely dead wrong. But going right. in there and stealing that man's store, he could have got shot by the owner of the store. Right. He, The cops right. didn't even have to shoot him. He could have got shot by the owner. You ain't, you dead wrong. Hey, hey, hey that, Tony, that. Tony,
5: Tony, you must yeah. have the, the update. that wasn't him. But go ahead. What are you talking that about?
0: That
5: was him. No, nah, that wasn't him.
0: That was absolutely him. It wasn't who. <laughs> Mike Brown. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, anyway, I I
0: mean, yeah, I think it's a debate video, out there
3: whether it was him or not. But you know, to your point, okay. Tony, the altercation with the cop—they were walking in the middle of the street. Okay. Yeah. And, but
1: again, well, let let me finish that one. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't stressing on the brown one too much because I there's a lot of holes in that. The one that got me was the Garner case. That's the one that got me. The guys literally saying. I'm minding my business. I'm standing here minding my business. What do you, why y'all keep messing with me? And then you go around the dude and choke him when he's selling you, I cannot breathe until the man dies. That's blatant right there. We all saw it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to treat anybody that way white, black, blue, brown. You ain't got to choke hold nobody. This ain't the NFL. The man wasn't trying to run for a touchdown. You ain't playing defense. The man was standing still. No, but porn, why do you no think? Nothing? What part of that do you think is racism? Do you think the chokehold was racism or the grand jury was racist? I listen. I'm not saying racism. I'm saying police brutality. Now, if the police brutality is fueled by racism, shame on them. But it's police brutality, and it just happens to be among, it happens to be happening right now. The two cases were of black people.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Do you think we need to bring the police officers back that we talked to a couple of weeks ago or a different set of police officers so we can have that discussion again?
1: You probably will never get. You will never. No, we don't want to relive that again because, you know, it's it's, it's not going to tell you the truth. Mm -mm. It
3: is what it is. Yeah, but I'll say with with the Garner case again, if that was me or my son or you, would you have acted that way towards um law enforcement. Listen, Rodney, your father okay. told you
1: to act that way.
0: <laughs> right. You know, you did. But is your that a
1: mistake? Told, you know my question no, is, is that a your mistake? Your father told you after three times, you need to do something. You can't just lay down and let these people keep harassing you. The man said, Why are y'all constantly harassing me? Not today. So that speaks to a constant harassing this guy for standing outside. Now maybe they said he was loitering, but I never thought loitering was something that you can get put in the chokehold for.
5: Right. They say he was selling some cigarettes that was illegal. No cigarettes.
3: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. But again, I go back to the you know the initial. Um, you know the man has six kids. I got three. I got half of that. My goal
1: what does, that is have to come to, what does that have to do with any police brutality? How many kids you
0: got? I don't care if you got 100 kids. No, my, goal to,
3: my goal is to come right now. Those children don't have a father, and they're collecting donations, you know, for the holidays right now because their father is gone. And I think we've talked about here that, you know, whether it be catch a wife, you know, ten, 10 toes up, 10 toes down, like Darren always said, I mean, You have to be mindful of your what is it? How you respond versus how you react. Right. And granted, you may have been harassed every day on the corner, and it was inappropriate. What should he have done?
5: Well, let let, let's flip it for a minute, Rodney.
3: Hold on. What should he have done differently? That's just what He could have. He he he, could have avoided getting because I mean again, his actions and it's on video. It wasn't a compli it wasn't compliance. It was not compliance. Well,
1: no, I think what it was was just an unprofessional move by the police officer because there's no way he should have died by them taking him down and arresting him.
3: Sure, but the thing is that you can only control yourself. So you're you're actually
1: going to blame Garner for what happened to him?
3: Really? That's what we had today? Because what was the response? If he would have said, yes, officer, or whatever the case, if he would have did that, he would he could potentially be still living today. I don't think the officer if, would have just up show If you
1: don't have a weapon on you and you're not attacking the cops, there's no reason you should end up dead behind getting arrested. I totally there's agree. And there's no way. And there's, no way. Totally and there's no way you should be You should be like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to let y'all just keep harassing me, too. No, you ain't going to just keep harassing me because you got a badge of the gun. Hell no.
6: Let
5: me ask today, you a question.
1: And, right. and, and, and he said today ain't the day. Today is not the day. Y'all not getting me today.
3: Period. And what was the result? Police brutality was the result. And what else? And that could have been avoided.
5: Let me ask you you something, Rodney. Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Let's flip it and let's say that same cop pulled your wife over three different times in three different rental cars. Would Would your behavior or demeanor be the same? Yes. And and knowing that she would be in an outrage, look, do you, my husband, do something about it? You mean to tell me just because it's way in North Carolina that you're not going to go down there and do that for your wife? Or are you going to sit back and say,
3: babe, don't worry about it? No, you think she wouldn't let be, you say that. she wouldn't be um, in a tizzy about Cause that. Because it, it would have been her fault that she got pulled over three times. No, it's just again. She was, you know, it, it's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Pretty much.
1: Oh, so just being black while driving is the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs>
3: it can be so. so, so I mean, you, actually, you was
1: in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. And, she, and
3: oh, okay. So
5: if she wants to I do then, something about, if she wants you to do something about it, what would you
3: do, or you would just? Well, tell I, mean, her if, her. I mean, if she wanted me to do something about it, which I, I really doubt, knowing her. She would probably take the same approach that I would. But if she would, then, of course, I would have to, you know, uh, follow the protocol and, as you say, go the legal route, you know, on that. Okay.
1: What difference, hey, hey, Darren, what difference would it make what she wanted if he's the head of the house? If he's saying, look, baby, the best approach in this thing is for us to not hire an attorney and go back and forth to North Carolina and try to... Get this guy to hope the courts find him guilty of violating our civil rights in some form or fashion. As the head of the household, is he supposed to jump in that ring just because she wants him to? If he's if he's making a conscious decision that this is not really worth it, it's too far away from for, from us, and and it's just not worth it.
5: The point I'm making is, if your wife a wife wants security. Whether it be financially, or physical, or whatever type, all types of security she expecting from her husband. And the first thing she's going to think that her husband is is a punk. Nothing about it that she felt like the the cop disrespected her or pulled. What can off. you do
2: with a police officer?
5: Nothing. You can resist, go there and, and do the legal. No, no. no. <laughs> what I'm saying is you you got to call. <laughs> I'm not saying go down there and put your boxing gloves on. I'm saying go ahead and. I mean, would his perspective be the same and saying, you know what, I got stopped three times. I might get stopped the fourth or fifth or sixth time by the same dude when I come through here. I'm not going to do nothing about it. That's his approach on itself. I can't blame him because I probably did the same thing. But if my wife, however, was to get stopped and that would be the same thing, she she's not going to say, hey, man, Rodney was able to contain himself You know, that's, that's my that's say. Listen, hold on a second. You said that you was able to refrain from your, from going off like the second and third time, dude. You stop me. This is your your third time stopping me every time I come through here. Women are not going to be that. I mean, maybe they're going to be respectful because they're scared. I think you're generalizing.
3: I think you're generalizing too much.
5: You think I'm generalizing? So you think a woman, a black woman, going to be completely? Uh, in her realm of thinking, when she get pulled over by the same cop by three in, in three different rental cars, and you and she got and now she knows that she's getting pulled over because she's just black. You think that she just you well you saying that your wife is just gonna say
3: oh okay oh uh, okay oh uh, okay that's what you saying. I think it's, it's selfish. I think it's yeah. What you got y'all got to realize that I told my wife the story three times, and she did not have the same reaction as my father. But but here 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 lies the problem. The problem
1: is that cop is still pulling over people. Yes, and one in day that same place because nobody no, nobody stood up to him. Nobody said anything to him. You had the opportunity three times and you let him get away. The next person's gonna let him get away and he and that's just gonna be the norm. When I see people black and you know in this part of North Carolina, I'm just gonna pull them over and 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 harass them. You know what I'm saying? We let people get away with stuff, man, because we feel as though we don't have no rights, and that's not right. When somebody but got to me, step up. Go ahead. Let me
3: ask you this: Would you say that 100 of percent of the people that he stops are like me, college educated, professional, doing you know? Doesn't going, matter. He ain't trying
5: to catch you. He's trying to They're catch. He's looking at skin color first, and then whatever happens after that, he got his gun. He got his hand on his gun.
1: Yep, they're black. So we you, we can't talk about status. We talk about the color of their skin. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The president, the president could be in that in that car. You know what I'm saying? With a hoodie on, coming from <laughs> playing basketball, and they pulling him over. That's right. Mm-hmm. Congressman yeah. or anybody, Denzel could be in that car. You know, with a hoodie on, like again, coming from the gym, he's pulling them over. They don't care. What are you doing in this rental car, sir? Oh, I don't have a reason. The guy told you he didn't have a reason for pulling you over two times to pull you over,
7: hey, and he got away with it.
3: Well, I don't know if he didn't say again. He was thrown off guard when I was like, "Yo, you remember me from the last time?" You know. Then I was and then like, you "Oh."
5: Business, and, and you had business cards. Come on, how many? How many now in that area have business cards? College educated, like like T Hawk has asked you. I mean, the result is not going to be people. the
1: same. Clean he didn't care. He pulled the same educated dude over three times. He don't care. <laughs> hey, hey, Rodney, did he give you a ticket? Uh-huh. Did he give you a ticket the first time he pulled you over?
3: No. no. Do you think that he's? Do you think that he's racist? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my, I, I would say my interaction with him all three times was pleasant. Because you was pleasant, but anyway, go
1: ahead. Okay, so 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 do you think that um if um
3: Garner was white that would have happened to him? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Probably not. It's yeah. all over
1: YouTube. White white people getting harassed by cops. The problem with the Garner case, even if it was racist, I think what it was was just an unprofessional move by one of the police officers. <laughs> now, I think I yeah. think the racist component of it is the grand jury. Didn't find him guilty, knowing that, knowing that was an outlawed chokehold, and it was clear that he put it on him, and it was clear that's the reason he died. I think that's where the racism kicked in. Like I bet you that 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 guy probably has black friends. I don't know, but what if he is not racist? He just did an unprofessional move, is what happened. I think more than anything. And what about and and what about the cops that stood there and nobody got said? Ho 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 ho. Stop! You're that's how. They, that's, how that's how they roll, man. That's how. That's how they roll. They, if, if if one cop jump on you, they got to all jump on you. That's what old boy said on the cop show.
5: Officer, get out. He said, "Hey, if my man get in, I got to back him up." That's, that's not. That's, that's not
1: a problem. That, if they stop doing that, they would break the fabric of the police force. They is it, kind of just how it has to be in order to in order to sustain some level of control in, in, in general. So that's just comes
0: with the territory.
3: That's the blue wall. And I think that, you know, again, the unfortunate piece is that, you know, we had the brothers on the show who are in the line of fire every day, you know, for your safety and my safety. And unfortunately we're painting with a broad brush, you know, looking at them side. eyed. where again, I work with cops on a regular basis, most of them are good dudes trying to do the right thing, putting their life on the line for us and going into, you know, the line of fire for us on our behalf. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, these things happen and it paints a whole industry, you know. I mean, just like I know y'all probably had a bad teacher, you know, or, or maybe a few, but all of them were bad. And, I, you know, the, okay. the unfortunate piece is that, you know, we – on a lot of levels, we paint with these such broad brushes that you know it, it just—it's just not healthy.
1: Let me ask you a question, Mr. Mr. Broad Brush. Let me ask you a question. So when <laughs> you're driving down the road and you see a cop in your rearview mirror, how do you feel? I mean, like right behind you, and he's been back there for a little while. What's your feel? Oh, I get nervous. Okay, so let's so 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 why should so when you say that we, we 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 brush with broad strokes, why should we have to feel nervous about somebody that's being paid to protect and serve us? Why should we feel nervous? Why should we have to live that way?
0: When hey, you we people,
1: they're supposed to protect and serve. That's why they get paid. That's why they got hired. But yet we feel as though, ah, oh, man. It's late. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get home. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. This dude me over. I don't know what's gonna
0: happen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. We all share the same
1: feeling. We all share the same feeling. That's not a coincidence. They have earned that. <laughs> they worked hard to get us to feel that way, buddy. We didn't do anything yes. to get that because we we're not criminals.
7: We just know they have the authority of the of the of the state. The authority of
1: of um, the government, uh, the backing of the government uh, on their side as um, public public servants. But like you said, they have established the authority when they really work for us. We have the right to question them as much as they have the right to question us, but because they come with a position of authority and a particular tone, and because we know that they can assign a fine to us, we kind of just, subconsciously I guess over time have uh, lost the fact that they work for us. If you you look on YouTube a lot of these white people and even some black people understand that you look you don't have authority here, especially if I haven't done anything wrong. You have no authority here and they talk that way. Mhm. Mhm. I met a lady today who's from um I think she said Afghanistan. No Pakistan mm-hmm. And they're Muslim. Her and her husband are Muslim, straight up. She was talking about both, both Brown and Garner, right? And she was pissed. Mm-hmm. She was pissed, pissed about how they got were treated. I mean, she was passionately pissed. And then she said to me, she said, "You have no idea how my husband is treated as a Muslim.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: gets pulled over and harassed." All the time, she said, if they get on a plane, it's ridiculous. They're pulling him over every time, every time. Where you, where, where are you going? Where are you from? What are you doing in this country? All kind of stuff. She said she knows exactly how we feel as black people.
0: Hmm.
1: And it's from a woman. It's not even from him. I didn't need him. She and she just said. She said it's horrible. Almost made me feel bad. I'm like, man, because I know they go through it, but I didn't know it was to that extent. She said, they don't miss an opportunity to flag him him. just because he's Muslim. Muslim. And he ain't wearing no dress. He ain't wearing no outfit. He's wearing regular clothes just like us. Mm -hmm. You know? But he
3: just fits a profile. Right, right. And that's the... You know that's the it's unfortunate. again. It's unfortunate because again the the folks in enforcement are making the same mistake, painting with a broad brush. Yeah. That all Muslims yep. are terrorists when they're not. Yep. You know, but I know one thing. I, uh, you know, speaking about stress, you know, all of this stuff has really, and again, I don't have any concerns, you know, for my son, you know, regarding these incidences, but, you know, all of this stuff and the cop videos and just, just constant barrage of this stuff has really stressed me out. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially around the holidays. I mean, here we are in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and, you know, this is what we're talking about. Um, You know, and I know we have to talk about it, but it's, It's just too much, you know, um, I I like to keep it light, you know, focus on being grateful, um, you know, coming, you know, concluding a year and maybe I'm being selfish or shallow. I don't know what it is. It's just weighing me down, you know, just all the stories. And, you know, like Malcolm said there. You know, black people, white people getting harassed and, you know, they post a new video. Hey, check this out. Look at this cop. I'm just like, man, really? It's bad. It's bad.
1: It's bad. But again, you know, the system is flawed. The system is broken. You know, and you would have thought by now with all the cameras and all the technology that these things wouldn't happen as blatant, blatant as they are. But they don't care. So it's just it's just like hey I know you are filming me we could kill us because we got the power you don't
0: ah <laughs> that's
3: a, that's, you, you said a mouthful there <laughs> we got the power and you don't <laughs> because you know we someone um. I guess it's a little bit off the topic, but someone posted a picture that said, and it was a picture of a black guy, and he had he was big, strong muscles, and he had an S on his chest. You know, like Superman, like the Black Superman. Sure, so sure. you know, and the statement on the on the the caption on the picture read, you know, a black woman, a black man is only as strong as the black woman beside him, or something to that you know degree you know and then they asked you know is that statement true or false and it had this big super muscle bound guy and it had um, a black woman kissing him on his cheek you know right by his side and you know they asked the question is this, is this picture true or false and I, I said it's false because you know power comes from the all powerful you know nobody has any power you know uh, but the one who, I guess, leases power, you know, if you will, but he's all-powerful. So, and, you know, surprisingly, you know, I took that, that tact, and uh, most people agree with me. You know, some of the initial responses like, yeah, that's true, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, that's actually false, you know, because my power, yes, you know, I have a great woman by my side, but, you know, my power comes from Christ. You know, Who's gonna who, disagree with that? Who in who in their right mind? <laughs> <that>? right. Exactly. <laughs> and that goes back to your statement as just you know, just saying that you know, you, you said that they they're looking like we got the power when you don't. Where it's like I'm looking like I got the power. You know, you don't know what power I got. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm tapped into the ultimate I'm t- tapped into the ultimate law enforcement official, the ultimate superpower.
1: You know, sure, that's sure, what sure. I see it. Yeah, just stay out of North Carolina
0: because it's fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's unfortunate,
0: but I, that's a true
3: four story. Fourth time
1: he's coming, coming for you, boy. Fourth time it's gonna be a wrap. He gonna put something yeah. in your car next time. He gonna make sure you stay in North Carolina.
3: And I tell you, literally, I joked I joked with my boss. You know, before before I got stopped the third time. Um. You know, I joked with him, I said, I probably should grab a Christmas gift and take it with me so I can give this guy a Christmas gift when he stops me the third time. You know, mm-hmm. we had a little laugh about it, you know, and you know, then I get down down there I'm like, Y'all y'all will never believe I got stopped the third time. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have my gift like we joked about. Didn't have anything to give him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you can laugh at that because a lot, a lot of
5: people don't find that fi- funny. They probably would look at you as a, a Uncle Tom or whatever you want to call it because they, they're like, man, what's wrong with this dude? You know, because they get harassed so much that it's, it's becoming ridiculous and not funny uh, yep. to them. And because uh, and, I know I've been called one because, you know, I, I'm like you, Rodney. You know, let's not let's not you know get ignorant these guys are trying to do their jobs and then i get attacked right away because i'm talking about guys who's who's uh who's design and who who whose job is to protect us or to make sure it's not a threat anywhere and even though you're not a threat you know hey he he has to check it that's the only way we can we can i mean even though it's not right and we we really know the reason why he's stopping us but we have to believe that he's stopping us because he feels like it's a threat.
3: Right. And he doesn't know it. You know, he doesn't know it until after the interaction. You know, go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. I will say this. I've been pulled over a few
1: times, and every time I've been pulled over, it was for a reason. I don't think that I've ever been racially profiled. Ever. I mean, it's Hmm. either my tag. and, and, And I've never had a bad experience with a police officer. Nothing that I can talk about. Wow. Money. So, so I don't have any. What I'm talking about is from what I'm seeing now, and from what I've seen. So personally, I don't have anything against any of the. I mean, I got pulled over um, in Waldorf, and my my registration was dead probably six, probably four months. <laughs> 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 look, 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 look The registration was dead as Tupac, man I mean, dead And the dude said The dude was like, yo, your registration is beyond
0: dead and I had to get
1: out of the car and look at it Because I didn't believe him Because, you know, I got the mail And I put it somewhere I didn't pay it I just forgot And the guy, and, and the guy looked at my tags And he said He said I see you're a Giants fan So I'm going to let you go I said, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I said, man, I'm gonna go take care of this right now, which I did because I need my car for work. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, right? mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He could have got, he could have done, he could have impounded my car. He could have done every anything.
0: He was white guy.
1: Whatever gave you? Yeah, he could have gave me a five hundred dollar ticket. Whatever it is. He was like, nah, man, go ahead, roll. You know what I mean? So I've been pulled every time I've been pulled over. I just like Rodney said. I've been cordial. Hey, how how are you, officer? What's going on? <laughs> Was I they say, yeah They said, yeah, you speed. You got a brake light out. When I had a brake light out, the guy pulled me over. He said, look, here's a warning. Go get the brake light fixed. Take it to the state trooper's office once you get it fixed, and you're done. You know what I mean? So I've never had an issue. So it might not be as much where here where I live at, you know. Mm-hmm. But, again, to Rodney's point, you have to be cordial because they are doing their job. So right. if there are police officers – they do their job. They're not out to profile you. They're not out to get you. We ain't talking yeah. about them. We talking about yep. the ones that are out to get you. Need something needs to be done. And the ones that are out to get you are the ones that's gonna do wrong. They're gonna put you in that chokehold that's illegal. They're gonna put stuff in your car, they're gonna pull you over three, four times in the same place. Those are the ones that need to be corrected.
0: Period.
3: Yeah, and I'll say you know, I'll say this, you know, regarding the protests, you know, I would, you know, commend you you know, to, you know, to do that, um, you know, because I'm all about if you're passionate about something, you know, show your support, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not one to say, you know, do it this way or do it that way, you know, do it whatever way you feel would, you know, would show your support. And, um, you know, so, I mean, if that's what you want to do, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm all about, you know, Friendly protests or whatever, You know, whatever you got to do to get your message across, yeah. hey, do it. You know, and and you know, maybe something will come out. You know, about it um, afterwards. Hopefully, you never. You, know,
0: you, you never, never know.
1: know. You, never, you
3: know. never
1: know. You know, but as far as you know, burning down stuff and looting? Oh, hell no! That
0: was yeah, wrong. No. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, that was wrong.
1: wrong. That was the wrong thing to do. And, you know, regardless, I understand why they did it, but it was the wrong way to go about it. Because that's when you actually, that's when it works against you.